This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various different features that we have there for you completely free. Uh, Again, that's freetalklive.com. And joining you here in the studio tonight, it's Ian and Albert. And Mark. And again, you can join us on the phones at 800-259-9231. As some of you are doing also, coming up here tonight, there's a, I would say, a fairly good chance that... Uh, no, we'll, you're going to ruin it now. Well, I've got to announce it in advance in case we have to rushedly, hurriedly go on over and talk to him. Ron Paul, uh, who obviously is a very busy guy, and there's a lot of people demanding his time. He's got to be one of the, the the most demanded members of the, the U.S. House. He's more demanded now, certainly, than he was uh, three years ago after the 2008 presidential campaign. The guy is – people are starting to acknowledge – in blog posts and opinion articles around the internet that, hey, that, that Ron Paul guy was right you know, mm-hmm. about a lot of the things he was saying. And yeah. so he's more uh, popular now than he ever was in the past. So uh, he's at a hotel in Arizona. He's doing an event down there. The guys from freedomsphoenix.com are going to be in that hotel. They've got a remote broadcast unit, and there's a good chance they just might be breaking in here at some point, and uh, we'll be talking to Ron Paul. Uh, and then so- there's some very stubborn people that, Absolutely, will never, ever, ever admit that he's right, no matter how perfectly he predicts the future and explains exactly how it's going to happen. Because I, I know I just recently bumped into someone who who blamed the entire recession and all the economic woes right now on the Bush tax cuts. That was that caused it all. That's what caused it. I, I don't doubt it. I don't know what role it had in it, but right, the to Federal say Reserve, that that's the cause of it all. Is right. The Federal Reserve just printing money for decades. Oh, that didn't. That wasn't a factor uh, in in all of <laughs> it this. It was the Bush tax cuts. <laughs> all right. So uh, so eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So we'll hope we'll keep our fingers crossed and uh, go to Ron Paul if we get the chance. In the meantime, we go to the ladies first, and it's a voice that we haven't heard in too long on this program. Uh, Mama Allie is back with us. She's fresh out of jail down in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, Allie, are you there? Yeah, Ian, I'm here, baby. Hey, nice to hear from you. Glad to know that you are out of jail, and I hope that you got more than a handful of uh, of letters while you were in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got something to make me smile every day. Oh, that's fantastic. Because I know you were listed over yeah. at mailtojail.com, and, of course, that makes it very easy for people to get in touch with uh, with others, uh, with activists uh, like yourself, New Hampshire uh, activists that are put in jail. But unfortunately, you're not in New Hampshire. You're in Savannah at the moment. Um, and I'm wondering, you know, what's the plan? You were originally tried. I guess we should recap just a little bit. Uh, you were originally put in there because it was the, the cop incident, right? Where the cop basically attacked you for daring to show up with a video camera while they were harassing someone? Yes. Yep. That's it. I just spent 55 days in jail. Jeez. Lost my kid, lost my kid, my house, my cars, my business. Oh my they God. took everything. You lost uh yeah. your you lost your daughter? Justice? Yes. Yep. Well, what happened? I she mean, is, she's currently 1500 miles away with her dad who didn't even remember her birthday this year. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of work to do. Gotcha. And so, it's still not over yet. There's a jury trial coming up. What is that about? Yeah, they kept me for 55 days. My attorney, obviously, with the footage, said that he was going to have my case dismissed. And when it came time for my um, court date yesterday, he he really sucks. He's an ex-cop, to be honest with you, and he's not very good at his job. Mm. And he came back 
to the holding cell and was with a plea from the DA for me, a plea with like all kinds of probation and fines and community service. After after doing 55 days in jail for crimes I didn't commit, mm-hmm. they wanted to come to me with a plea. And he was like, this is the only way you can get out of jail today. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And, the, and then it gets to the part where you understand this, you understand this, you understand this. Um, do, are you fully satisfied with your court-appointed attorney? I was like, no way. Are you serious? <laughs> He's like, well, you have to say yes to be able to get out today. I'm like, man, just check the box. Oh, my God. So, wait, you didn't take the plea bargain. I had to to get out. Okay, so what's the the trial all about then? I I went to take the plea, and Judge Dandridge is going through everything and going over it with me and initialing off every stipulation of my probation, my fines, my this, my that. And then, um, and then the DA speaks up, and he goes over what parts of my police report he feels like. Man, he made it sound like I just walked up to that cop and whooped her ass for no reason. It was crazy. Hmm. And I'm like elbowing my attorney, like, "Hey, make him at least read the whole police report, not whatever parts he wants to read mm-hmm. out of it, because he's skipping the real part of it, you know." And then um, Judge Sanders said, "You realize as a part of your probation that." Um, you will be banned from Chatham County. And I said, well, I have to come back to Chatham County for legal reasons for my civil actions against the city. Hold on a second. Let me see if I've got this clear. Is Chatham County the place where Savannah is? Yes. Isn't that a little unusual to actually kick someone out of the area as part of probation? I haven't heard of it in decades. I really don't know what the procedures are. But (laughs) this is the part that he got to, and he was going to ban me from Chatham County. And... um, I said, you know, and then I told him, I said, well, I have to be here for legal reasons, for my civil actions against the city, for my wrongful arrest. And he looked at me, and he looked at the paper, and he looked at the computer, and he looked at the DA, and he said, I'm going to deny the DA's recommendation for a plea bargain today, and I'm going to release you on your own reconnaissance. Wow. And wow. I'm going to, I'm going to enter, I'm going to enter your plea of not guilty right now and set you for a jury trial on January 11, 2011, so you can come back and prove your innocence. Well, I was like, I got passed out. Prove your innocence. Like, oh whoa, whoa. He said yeah. prove your innocence? <laughs> you don't have to prove your innocence. They have to prove your guilt. Yeah. What? what? That's the way it used to be. You're so old-fashioned, uh, Dale. I'm, I guess I'm old-fashioned. So, I, I thought people were innocent until proven guilty and that they had to prove your guilt, not that you were guilty and had to prove your innocence. <laughs> but okay. I'm such a dreamer. I'm, I'm, I'm catching up. It, give, me, give me time to catch up to this stuff. It's Cheatham County. They make their own rules. Cheatham County. Now, uh, so, Allie, you were at a a gas station. You saw a homeless man being harassed by the police. You were, you know, had the activist bug, so you grabbed a video camera. You came up. You started recording it. This uh, cop with a a real attitude problem decided to attack you physically, and uh, you actually got footage of this, and this is going to help you, obviously, at the trial. Uh, which is great news. Maybe they'll end up dropping the charge before then, if um, you know, if you're if we're lucky. Oh, here's the thing. Now they now they have to come with a settlement plea to me, and not only do I get to hear instead of dismissed, I get to hear not guilty, yeah. and that's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. You know, I'm I'm extremely grateful to Judge Ginsburg for seeing through the bullcrap. You know, it's it's. It's going to be better than I thought. I mean, it was an emotional roller coaster in like 10 minutes. I mean, when he came to me with a plea, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I was like completely floored, completely not prepared for that at all. I was expecting case dismissed. The most he said they could come back to me with was a disorderly conduct to cover their ass. 
which he was going to file a non-form, so even that charge wouldn't affect my civil action against him. What, what about your lawyer he, in uh, Savannah there? I know that, by the way, we haven't even told anybody uh, who's a new listener what it is that, uh, the reason why I originally heard from you on this program was because you ran for a long time a amazing business that I, you know, I'm a huge fan of, uh, basically an underground food delivery service, Savannah Last Biscuit. And it was incredibly popular, running 24-7. You're one of my heroes for doing it. It's an amazing thing that you did. And uh, I hope that you'll be able to do it again someday up here in New Hampshire uh, sooner rather than later. But I know that you had a lawyer as a client down there who was kind of helping you out in return for keeping his belly full. Um, is it possible you could bring him on to uh, and to replace this, this you know, DA or this uh, rather this uh, the court-appointed attorney? You know, Ian, I'm going to be real honest. This experience, you really do learn who your friends are when you go to jail, and this experience has let me see greedy sides of more people than I ever cared to see. It really has. You know, my attorney that I fed for so long fed his entire office for so long. He said, this is what he told G when G called him to represent me. He said, well, normally I'd charge $1,000 for this case, and I'd take some off for Mama Allie, but I'm going to charge 1500 because principal pays, and everybody knows Mama Allie stands on principal. So he's going to charge me 1500 bucks. For <laughs> what reason? Wait, that's what? Yes. Yes. Because I didn't understand I the like, principal statement. What, what was that supposed to mean? I don't know. He, he referred to everything that's on, you know, because everything that's on cop block has been pulled off and printed. So. So meaning I still don't understand where he's going. Do you guys no, get that? It sounds like no. he's going to charge her more because she believes in what he, she's doing. Oh, I see. Because right, you're not quite exactly. a victim. Exactly. I'll tell you what, hang on, Mama, and we'll come back with you and find out what else is going on in your story uh, and take your calls as well at 800-259-9231. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there totally free. Uh, Again, that's freetalklive.com. And here in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Delbert. And Mark. Delbert is here with us from anarchyinyourhead.com. As uh, and you can go over there and enjoy his uh, cartoon work as well as some occasional video podcast things that he puts together. Anarchyinyourhead.com for that. Mark, tell me about progress. Well, if you're looking for a stocking stuffer this year, progress. It's it's a novel. It's by Charles Stample, and. It's a great novel about how the ideas of liberty can truly, uh, realistically triumph. Check it out. You can go. You can get it. Uh, there's a link at freetalklive.com. Uh, you know, one of the banners on the the side of the page there. It just says progress, real big. Or you can go to amazon.freetalklive.com and you can search for progress. Charles Stample. Um, maybe just tra- progress. Charles uh, Stample is uh, not the easiest to spell. If you're uh, not, you know, I'm sitting in front of the computer right now, but it's a it's a great novel and it gives a, um, in fact, a 
bunch of good little concise quotes on the ways that liberty can work. You know, people people think in sound bites, and progress is great for providing just the average guy with these sound bites. I recommend it. I've read it. I really enjoyed it, and I've uh, worked. I'm actually working on it a second time. It's Progress by Charles Stample. All right, 800-259-9231. We go back to Mama Allie from Savannah, Georgia. Just got out of jail, and it was in a way that was a little unexpected. The DA comes to you with a plea bargain saying you got to sign it if you want to get out of jail. You were reluctantly willing to do it because you didn't want to be in after being in 55 days, and I can't say I blame you. Uh, House lost, child lost, car lost. Yep, and then in court, the judge takes a look at some of the details and basically says, yeah, I'm not going to allow you to even sign this plea bargain. I'm going to release you on your own recognizance and set a jury trial date uh, for January. So really, all things considered, it could have been worse, and it got a a little bit better, uh, and you're back with us. Are you there? Yeah, it's really good to be free, that's for sure. What are the chances you'll be getting your daughter back? 100%. 100%. Oh, wow. That's I've, fantastic. I've had sole custody for seven years. Okay. It's just it's just a headache yeah. of who I have to deal with to do it. Sure, sure. Well, know? that's good so news, too. I've got, you know, they're, they're very hostile people. There's, you know, you can't imagine the, the amount of people that have turned their backs on me for this and who have really, really, I mean, the, the, when they ran out of rumors to talk about, they just started making them up. It was mm. crazy. <laughs> Well, that's, but, that know, is kind of what a rumor tends yeah. to be like, yeah. So, uh, all right, so you've got a jury trial scheduled. You've got the video of this cop attacking you as you approached her with your video camera. The, the camera's grabbed and thrown. Uh, it's just, uh, it's amazing video. Yeah. And and I don't yeah, know what you're going to do about a lawyer, if you're going to take it on alone or if you're going to take the uh, the court-appointed attorney. I don't know. What uh, what are your options? Oh, really? I really don't know. I'm going to look into seeing if I can switch my court-appointed attorney. But mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I think I can handle it, and I just need him as a figurehead anyways. I mean, I've got the footage. I, I spoke up clearly for myself in court this time, and it worked. The judge listened to me. You know, i got to have a lawyer standing next to me for them to listen to me, and if he just shuts up and lets me do it, it'll be fine. Well, I know that you know, Taryn Lupo is down there uh, from the LCL Report at lclreport.com. Maybe he'd be able to help you out and do some um, do some outreach to the jury about jury nullification as well. Yeah, so, any little bit helps. You know, so, I'm, I, was, I was shocked at what happened, like completely shocked. I expected this to all be done, case dismissed. I mean, I was not prepared for anything else. I mean, worst case scenario, I was getting a disorderly conduct charge that I had obviously had way more time served than I needed. But they're actually for, going you know. to, they're, they're wanting to kick you out of the county in the meantime between now right. and the trial? They tried, yeah. They tried to ban me from the county. But that period, didn't work. Though, period. But that right. didn't work. Okay, got it. So you're still there. All right. So uh, so then after the jury trial, presuming you're found not guilty, then you won't have anything else hanging over your head at that point, right? No, I'm free right now. I'm right. free right now. And you want to hear a little twist of fate that I thought was pretty cool. The um, booking, one of the booking officers that um, was there the night that I got thrown in there and they zip-tied me all together and never, like, treated any of my wounds or anything, she was actually my discharge officer and offered to make a statement on my behalf for my attorney because she was actually there and witnessed at what they did to me after I was arrested, how, how in booking I got thrown on the floor, zip-tied together to bleed for three hours. Jeez. I could hardly believe that happened. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's one of the things yeah. we didn't mention was how, uh, you know, Over filming cops. Right, essentially beaten you were. I mean, you photographed the, the bruises, and it was pretty brutal. Oh, yeah, my knees still have problems. I mean, Jeez. still, I have bad, bad scars. And, you know, it's it's not... 
it's not anything pretty. It's not nothing nice. That's for sure. You know, she, I mean, she knew it was wrong. She even made a copy before I got out of my release paper that said I was on my own recognizance that if I should have any trouble right now, I can just pull that out and be like, look, I have no wants, no warrants. Please just leave me alone. So now wow. your you boyfriend, know, just, uh, G, or your partner, uh, G, is now facing some charges as well, isn't he? Or what, what's going on with that? Yeah, he is. He got his case pushed. So um, it, he won't be have to go to court till February for that. So we're just just playing the weight game. You know, we... <laughs> I, I'm I'm just happy to be free and yeah. just I'm happy to have a pillow and shampoo that makes bubbles. And, <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet you are. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you're out of the uh, the you. Cheatham County Jail and glad to hear from you. Always, uh, it's it's nice to hear your voice and you're su- still, as far as I'm concerned, a super uh, uh, activist. And we're glad that uh, hopefully you'll come back to uh, New Hampshire sometime in uh, in 2011. Oh yeah, you know I'm coming. They got my dogs. They got my other kids. I'm coming. All right. Well, keep your keep your head down. Don't you know record any cops uh, <laughs> if you don't have to, and because uh, yeah, it so sucks, man. You want to do activism when you're not in New Hampshire, and then you get into something that's a little bit deeper than you might have expected. Whether it's uh, Mama oh, Allie, go, go ahead. They couldn't. They couldn't wipe the smile off my face when I was going to court. I'm telling you, I was so excited. I've never been to court and been innocent before. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mama Ali. I appreciate hearing from you tonight, and thank you uh, for the call. Glad right. you're out. Good All night. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line to the phones and the fun. Uh, Jeff is in Austin. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jeff. Jeff in Austin. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hey, what's uh, on your mind tonight? Yeah, the- yeah, that last story really burns me up. I'm getting so fed up about these pigs that call themselves law enforcement. I'm a law-abiding citizen, former military. I support our law enforcement when they're, you know, acting within their official duties. But when they pull this kind of stuff and beat up on women, it just makes me absolutely disgusted. Well, I don't support them when they're hurting peaceful people, regardless of whether it's an official duty or not. And as well, part no, of the- that's what I'm saying. That's I'm agreeing with you absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah, um, but when they're part of, part of their official duties are to like enforce the war on drugs, and there's all kinds of innocent victims that they're people that they're hurting there and i would rather they not do those things too no no i'm not going to argue that with you at all All right great um uh what what i did want to say is just uh you know about the body scanners the tsa body scanners uh i fly regularly through the phoenix airport and uh, when i fly out of austin uh there's no body scanners there everybody's cool uh and then when i fly back i go through the uh southwest gate security checkpoint and there were no body scanners there over at the U.S. Air Gate, there were, so I just don't fly U.S. Air. And uh, now, this week, there's three body scanners there in the Southwest uh, Security Checkpoint. Mm. And they were all roped off. They weren't using them. They're just there. And you just know. You know it's coming. They're getting ready, yeah, you know and they coming. are going to expand across uh, the country. But there are activists that are preparing with National Opt-Out Day to speak out and to uh, to protest. Uh, folks can go to wewon'tfly.com to learn more about that. Thanks for the call tonight, uh, Jeff. I appreciate that. More coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80-plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com.
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Again, SACL-CAI brings that to you. And we'll tell you more about them here in a little bit. Also, the Tota Sack is the one-trip wonder for hauling goods back into uh, your home from your vehicle. I love it. It's great to bring the groceries back in. Uh, Mark, you actually use it from the grocery cart in the store to your car because you don't want to take the cart outside. Uh, so I can't tell you how angry I am when I forget the tote sacks in the house and then we go to the grocery store and they're not in the vehicle. <laughs> I'm just I, <laughs> I'm out of sorts at that point. Well, wow. that's obviously a feature that's missing from the tote sacks that they need to somehow make it's it a, so that it's a feature missing from Honda Elements. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, totesack.us is where you can go to order yourself a pair or get a six pack for the or the fan with as they call it the family pack. Uh, we're going to give you a pair here in a little bit, so stay tuned for your chance to win that. But you're going to love these things so much, you want to give them to your friends and family uh, for gifts. because It's I Christmas think, time. Yeah, it is that time, uh, holiday season. So go to totasac.us, and of course, if you're a wholesaler, you can hook up with them too and get a whole bunch of them uh, at quite a discount, I guess. So totasac.us, stay tuned for your chance to win those coming up. 800-259-9231 is the number here as we continue. Uh, Jason is in North Carolina. Jason, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, guys. Hey, Jason. What's on your mind tonight? I want to update you on what's going on with outlaw hot dogs and the counter-economy here in North Carolina. Yeah, please do. This is a guy who was operating a hot dog stand without not, – not you, Jason, but the outlaw hot dogs guy was uh, operating his stand, Steve Pruner, uh, without permission from the, the authorities – and they they, they threatened hate that. Him. Yep, they don't like that very much. They threatened him, and then he kept operating the stand heroically, and then was uh, subsequently arrested for operating said stand and charged with some nonsense like operating a business without a permit. So what's happening? Well, you're exactly correct, and uh, we'll be glad to know he's back and he's operating his stand again. Really? I was I was out there on Thursday, <laughs> and uh, I, I was I was victimized by. Uh, <laughs> Buying two delicious hot dogs that I wanted very badly. I actually had forgot to pack my lunch for work. So I have to assume that you were doubled over in pain from salmonella poisoning after that. <laughs> right. I mean, right, how can right. a man survive an unlicensed right hot dog? <laughs> I'm, I'm dead right now. I, mean, yeah. but, uh, I, I had forgot my lunch. We're about to have a zombie apocalypse after those hot dogs infect you and cause you to start craving brains and stuff. So. <laughs> So yeah. you were hungry. You bought some hot dogs from Steve. Have you purchased something from him before? You just happened to see him, and you uh, said, "Oh my gosh, he's back!" And you, you it was it was your first time, or have you been a, a yeah, repeat customer? It was it was my first time, and my friend was already going to go over there, and I don't have a car, so I couldn't go out to a restaurant or anything. Mm-hmm. But my friend was going over there, and he was able to give me a ride. And so, literally, if it weren't for this gentleman, Steve Pruner. I would have had no lunch at all. I mean, I know that's not the end of the world, but hey, when you're hungry, you're hungry. <laughs> Going to work right. on, a, on, a, on an empty stomach is, is is almost the end of the world. Mm. Right. So he was out there on a Thursday, and he sold me two great hot dogs. And then the thing is that they were so good that I was actually about to buy a third one because you know I'm a pig like that, and uh, I was heroically protected from buying a third one when oh, the no. police showed up. Oh, oh man! While you were there, the cops showed up. Yep. And, oh, perfect and, uh, timing on their part. They got a Free Talk Live listener in their presence. <laughs> uh, what, what happened? Well, the, a gentleman came out of the police car, and uh, he asked who was running the stand, and uh, none of us was running the stand, so 
he actually went one by one to everybody that was there, you know, a couple people standing around eating hot dogs, and, and Steve Pruner was there and, and asked us all if uh, we were running the stand and nobody wanted to speak up. Yeah, anybody that says yes is going to get arrested. I mean, that cop is performing an investigation. He wants to know who to put the, put the handcuffs on. Exactly, and and he failed to get any of us to say that we were running the stand, so at, at one point he finally just up and admitted that, in fact, he actually knew who Steve Pruner was and, and apparently was just asking this question, I don't know, uh, as a formality or something, because mm-hmm. then he pointed at Steve and said, you know, look, I know you're running the stand, and uh, do you have a permit? Do you have a peddler's permit? Which apparently a peddler's permit is different than whatever it was that he got shut down for not having last time. I, I, I don't even know. There's always something that. else. There's always something right. they can get you on. Right. And, and so he told Steve that he had to leave or else get arrested, which I guess is better than last time when you just got arrested outright. Yeah. And uh, so so Steve decided to start packing up, but asked him what statute it was that said that he had to have a peddler's permit. You know, he didn't argue. He just mm-hmm. said, could you tell me that statute? And uh, the police officer said, I don't know, but I'll go back to the car and I'll try and find out. Yeah, that's a good point about not arguing. Uh, It's easy to want to say, well, no, I'm not, or whatever to the cops and just kind of bat it back. But it's usually better to ask a question. And so that was a good, a decent question to ask, you know, to to show if this cop actually even has any knowledge or if he's just, you know, making crap up. Right. It was a good question. And uh, it resulted in a moment of hilarity, at least for me, because while the police officer was in his car taking his sweet time allegedly trying to find this uh, statute, one of the city buses, the Durham city buses, tried to go through the intersection that he was parked next to. And, you know, buses make real wide turns. Uh Mm. The bus couldn't get through. Because of the car. Right. And I was just, I, I had such a great moment where I realized the state is tripping over itself with all the calamity it has going on, and the the hot dog cart, you know, is not the cause of the problem. No, of course not. The police not. is the cause of the problem. As usual, it's the police that are causing people inconvenience because they want to mess with a guy who's selling people consensual hot dogs. Uh, I mean, it's just so absolutely outrageous. I'm curious, did you get a chance to tell Steve you'd heard him on uh, Free Talk Live? Yeah, I, I did, actually, because oh, cool. I went to the Wake County Libertarian Party meeting that night, and he spoke there oh, neat. to us. Yeah, and that was that was fun. But I just wanted to update you guys, let you know that, one, this is still going on, and, two, he does intend to continue to sell hot dogs. Heroic. That guy's amazing. <laughs> yeah, really something. If, if anybody wants to know when and where, because, you know, we don't always advertise that stuff extremely loudly, mm-hmm. you can all go onto Facebook and just search Outlaw Hot Dogs. Yep, that's right. There's Facebook page. Right. Is so the uh, supporters that is that the supporters group, the Outlaw Hot Dogs uh, supporters group? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yes, there's an anarcho-capitalist flag with a hot dog in front. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Keep us in the loop, will you, Jason? Yeah, I will. All right, man. Thanks uh, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Yeah, thanks. Has he called in the Steve? hot dog vendor? Yes, we okay. had him on the on the phone as a guest. Okay. And I believe uh, that is up on our guest page at guests.freetalklive.com if you happen to miss that. Uh, So the outlaw hot dog controversy continuing in Durham, North Carolina, 
and hopefully we'll continue to be updated on exactly what's transpiring there. So all kinds of agorism tonight. We had a Mama Allie who was uh, running a 24-7 food delivery business out of her home kitchen, and she was on with us in the beginning of the hour, and then we had st- uh, an update on Steve Pruner. I mean, what else is going on out there that we don't know about? Other exciting uh, underground activities. I like it. There's a lot going on. You know, fanaticism in the in the, uh, the face of tyranny, you know, it's it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Fanaticism, meaning? People that are willing to take risks that they wouldn't others, otherwise risk. I see. Yeah, it's important. It's actually. long for fan. It's what? Long for fan. I don't Fanaticism. understand. Fanaticism. It's long for fan. You know, you say something's short for fan. Say fan is short for fanaticism, so fanaticism oh, is long yes, for fan. Oh, yes. Got it. I was like, what is long for fan? <laughs> You'll uh, soon learn to just avoid trying to make jokes for Ian's benefit. <laughs> if you make your joke, that was a joke. Make well, it's it's it mildly funny. Yes. Um, if you're going to make a joke, just make well, I'll it. I'll take it. I'll take and that don't compliment. Don't look him in the eye because he'll think you're addressing him, and he's got very little a sense of humor at all. So just just I fling it I out wasn't there. even like connected. I didn't uh, even understand what the what it was. Right, I, I've heard Ian make a joke once or twice before. Actually, yeah, yeah. I, I remember when he made fun when. The the uh, when the Manchkins actually um, started talking about getting their uh, free match thing going. Dale, hold that thought. We got to give away yeah. a Toda Sack. Uh, we're going to give a two pack actually of uh, Toda Sacks away right now. Totasack.us is where you can go to order yourself a family pack and more and learn more about this great little device. And if you are uh, the first caller in the gate at 603 435 1105, you'll get a two pack of the Toda Sack. Totasack.us. You get the groceries back in even easier than ever before. And call in now, 603-435-1105. More free talk live coming up. You take control and bring up anything. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond, TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Slobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. If you uh, like this program, you like the website, you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link and Free Talk Live will get a portion of the purchase price. So you get the stuff that you're looking for at great prices. It's Amazon, the world's largest internet retailer with dozens of categories and, I don't know, maybe millions of items. There's just a lot of stuff there. Uh, go and take a look. Get your shopping done. Amazon.freetalklive.com. When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. Freedomcam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection, the GPS Black, black box dash cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. It's for traffic stops, 
accidents, uh, you know, keeping an eye on your car while the kid borrows it or, uh, you know, a friend or something like that. You can use it for all these purposes. You can protect yourself with the ultimate witness at freedomcam.net. I think that this tool is invaluable. Um, I've ordered one for me and for Ian because I think that this is this is great. Uh, you can protect yourself. It's freedomcam.net. All right, let's continue with your phone calls here and go to Greg listening in Massachusetts. Greg, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how's it going there, guys? Greg, I'm from, what's, what's on your mind? From North, sorry. Oh, uh, Northeastern. go ahead. <laughs> Quit it on to the guy. <laughs> how's it going, Dale? Calling from Northeastern University here in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, Greg, yeah. Okay, now I recognize the voice. Yeah, 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 okay. Oh, this is so, the, um, the guy that had the, the party that, or I guess it was a party next door and the cops were harassing people, is that right? Well, Friday night the party was next door. Saturday night the cops were at my buddy's place where I was at, and then Tuesday I was getting harassed by the cops, so it's been an interesting week. Hmm. Um, you are a cop so, magnet. Is it normally like this for you, Greg? In Boston when you're a student? Yeah, pretty really? much. Uh, so I wanted to talk about what happened Tuesday because Essentially, my understanding was uh, a suspect in some kind of robbery, I guess, was apprehended on campus, which, you know, it was good they caught the suspect, but the the police have made a, a, a pretty ridiculous scene in doing so. I, there were there was Northeastern University Police Department, Boston Police Department. Uh, Boston, County just Sheriff. by the way, Boston Police, the same department uh, that freaked out over the, the Moonanite signs a couple of years ago that were placed around the city, the LED signs with the cartoon character on them. Uh, the same Boston Police Department, Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, that freaked out uh, over a Department of Transportation piece of equipment on the side of the road. I, that I was think so, too. Uh, like a black box that was there to measure the amount of traffic on... On, uh, on any given particular road. So, same police department. Go ahead with uh, what happened on Tuesday. Yeah, so there's, there's quite a scene on campus there, and the uh, the cops have the whole thing, you know, surrounded with the crime scene tape. And, of course, there's a huge gathering of students because there's, I don't know, probably a, anywhere from a dozen to 20 police cars there. So students start to pull out their cameras and their video cameras, and they start shooting pictures and taking video in the uh, criminals the criminals everywhere yes yeah, so the police uh, immediately uh, start to harass the students they're harassing them for the video and uh, I wasn't an eyewitness but from a reliable source told me that uh, one police officer threatened an individual next to him threatened to detain that individual if he did not delete a photo that he had just taken now what's What's really interesting about this, though, is that we've gone from the police trying to crack down on people recording a one-on-one interaction with the police to any time. You know, we're talking 20 cops here, right? It's a very large scene that these students are, are recording, and there's no conversations occurring with the police. So now the police are moving towards this attitude of so much is taking any photograph of the crime scene or the police in it is now covered by the wiretapping clause. So they were harassing people with uh, with cameras. Were people putting their cameras away when they were being approached? Uh, unfortunately, yes. No, I'm, I do have. So I had to run to class. Uh, fortunately, I do have pictures because one of my friends said, "You know, forget about that," and he pulled the camera out and snapped some pictures and walked away before the cops could see it. But yeah, I mean, and that's that's what I was talking about. It's very brazen on their part. 
Just crazy. Yeah. But that's a great observation that, it, that it's already progressed to the point where they're just shutting down any member of the public for, uh, for approaching a crime scene with a video camera or a still camera, which is exactly what happened to Carlos Miller from Photography is Not a Crime uh, down in Miami. So this is not an un, un, uh, uncommon occurrence, and it's just it's important to point it out. I'm glad you did. Yeah, so anyhow, so I went to the um, you know captain of the school police force to talk about it, which was, of course, uh, not much good, although I did at least get him to admit that taking a still photograph is in no way covered by the wiretapping, uh, wiretapping law. Of course, he, he said he, he found it hard to believe his officers would threaten <laughs> students for taking photos. <laughs> they would he never do it. such a thing. Yeah, yeah That's not what they the, did. The last thing I just want to say before I go here is, you know, so anyway, I go to the police captain, and I'm talking to, like, friends and other kids at the school about it. And, or, you know, like when I was at the party Saturday night, and, you know, I was locking the door to make sure that the cops couldn't come in. And and people just look at me, and I'm the bad guy. You know, like Saturday night when I wouldn't let the police in the apartment, I was the bad guy because I should have just opened the damn door. Oh, didn't you tell me that there was an email you sent? Didn't you tell me there were criminal justice majors there who recommended that you open the door? (laughs) Yes, the criminal justice majors were insisting that it was it was you know, just better to open the door because the cops weren't going to follow the law anyhow, so you might as well just let them into your apartment. <laughs> uh, it, it's like, you know, what What am I supposed to do, uh, you know, with people? Like, bottom line is I can't help people who are going to look at the people fighting for, for civil liberties and, and doing whatever they can, even if it's not the most effective strategies. Like, obviously, meeting with the uh, captain of the school police wasn't the most effective thing. But, you know, if we're going to be the bad guys, you know, it really leads me to the conclusion the only thing to do is to just get my degree and get out of here and go somewhere like New Hampshire where there's people who, you know, aren't going to view me as the bad guy. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, still, there will still be people who view you as the bad guy here. It's just that you'll actually have a social network of uh, folks that can kind of boost you up and, and keep you uh, in a liberty mindset and, uh, and prevent burnout. And, and we're training our police here. We're, they're getting better. Yeah, they're uh, certainly. You know, I, th- I think. I mean, you I, can approach any any scene pretty much with uh, with a video camera or a still camera in Keene, New Hampshire, yeah, and have very little trouble. We've made some progress already, and we're just barely getting started. And we've already made some progress. Oh yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. So look forward to having you up here, uh, Greg, when you get out of school. When's that going to be? Uh, 2013. All right, man. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate the uh, the story and the update and. It sucks, man. Being an activist in other places where you don't have people backing you up, you've got a bunch of college kids around. They're scared. They don't lose their. Uh... They're criminal justice majors. Well, no, I mean, but but uh, but uh, not. Uh, they weren't all criminal ju- criminal justice majors when the police were shutting down that area in public. Uh, in that particular case, it was just out in yeah. public in the the college. People are standing around. They they want to take pictures. As soon as they're approached and threatened, they put the camera away. So well, this is one of the reasons why you get. You go to freedomcam.net and they have those surreptitious little cameras there. It's good That's to right, have those spy things. cams. Yeah, good to have those things on 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 you if you needed to to do that. You're re- you're recording out of a pen sticking mm-hmm. out of your pocket. Well, you know, it's not like the cops are expecting that. Yep. Yep. And just don't claim that it was yours. You put it up on a blog. Someone sent this. Uh, I yeah. don't know where this came from. I bet torrented this. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So uh, eight hundred. Speaking of BitTorrent, there's actually uh, some news today about a an anti piracy legislation that is working its oh, way I through Washington D.C. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the pro piracy website that recently came up, but okay. We can talk about that too. I don't know All what right. that is, so you'll have sure, to tell I, me about I will. that. I'll be glad to. Uh, so yeah, that's on the way here. Of course, your calls too. Uh, Scott is in Wisconsin. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Scott. Mark, checking in from a long time. How you guys doing? Oh, hey there. Hey there. Hey, um, I want to talk about two things real uh, quick.
quick here. Did you guys get a chance to see a few weeks back of 60 Minutes taking their cameras out to California? I don't know if it was no. Sonoma or where. I don't watch, they, I don't watch TV, so I, I would not have well, likely seen that their, unless it was on YouTube. They, they took their cameras out there where these guys that were making, uh, getting paid $100,000 jobs and that, and they, they called them the 99ers. They exhausted their unemployment. And then tonight, I went on Liberty News Radio. Hold on a second. I'm a little confused. They went to California, and they talked to guys who had exhausted their unemployment, meaning what's the 99er thing supposed to be about, I, the 100 well, jobs? It's the, it's the unemployment. They exhausted their 99 weeks unemployment. Oh, 99 weeks. Uh -huh. Right. Gotcha. And this lady, I mean, to see this footage, uh, she was, she had, was get, talking about a $100,000 a year job. You know what she was doing to survive? She was literally going through uh, garbage to serve for plastic bottles and whatever she could to take to the recycling. Yeah, I saw this. Money. I did see this. But she wasn't begging. Uh, you can tell us more if you want here in a moment, Scott. Uh, you're certainly welcome to hang through the news. 800-259-9231. Uh, more coming up here. You can take control of the airwaves. Plus, we'll get into that issue with the piracy. Uh, and so don't forget to bring up whatever that website is, Dale. Yeah. Uh, I don't we'll know what talk it about is. a sale coming up for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, that's right. At <laughs> anarchyinyourhead.com sale uh, for a special merchandise that you can only get there. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Our Tuesday. Parents of America, beware! The nefarious brigands known as Yerkish are now offering a free download of their so-called music at yerkish.com slash FTL. That's Y-E-R-K-I-S-H dot com slash FTL. Be warned. Exposure to this addictive, mind-altering rock and roll has been shown to cause frustration, damnation, even sexual deviance. So fathers, lock up your daughters, mothers, cover your sons' ears, and do whatever it takes to keep them away from yerkish.com slash FTL. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com, the place to go there. All the features are free. The main feature actually allows you, the listener, to control the content of the site, uh, so go to uh, freetalklive.com. You'll see in the main column there, there's different items that have been submitted by our listeners. In fact, uh, when it makes it, when an item makes it to the front page, we are more likely to see it and talk about it on the air. And the way to, an item makes it to the front page is once you submit it, other people vote as to whether they like or dislike it. And you can vote, too, over at freetalklive.com. So we continue taking your phone calls. Scott is in Wisconsin. Scott, you were talking about some uh, – you were you – were Dale, what's you? You, Dale, you look okay. confused. Did I forget to do something? The store thing, but that's all right. We're going to do the store thing. Oh, Don't okay. worry about that. <laughs> uh, so we're going to tell you about uh, Dale's special here in a moment. But let's get back to Scott in Wisconsin. Uh, Scott, are you there? Yeah, I am. How you doing again? And then, uh, so you were telling guys. us about the, these people that have been on unemployment in California for a hundred weeks, and that's the maximum. Right, they exhausted their unemployment, and it, man, you just you see that, and you st hear the stories of these people, and you got a heart. It kind of hits home. Yeah, is it that, tonight, that is it that these people really just can't find work, or is it that they're lazy bums and they just haven't really well, gone out and doing done anything? Well, I'll tell you what, a guy that was um, a, an engineer production manager, he finally said he found one at uh, 
Home Depot after two years for nine dollars an hour. That's better than nothing. So here's what happens, right? So here's the, here's the government trap. So if you're getting, say, seven, you, you had a big time job, you're getting the, the full the full deal, the full boat, seventeen hundred dollars a month, I think, is what uh, the uh, full unemployment uh, insurance is. Um, and you go, and there's a job that comes up, say Home Depot, which won't pay you much more than seventeen hundred dollars a month, if that. If that. Okay, so. Obviously, you're going to pass that job up in while you've got 99 weeks. That's two years. That's this guy, right? Mm-hmm. So then finally, when it comes uh, that you've been unemployed for 99 weeks, at 99 weeks unemployed, you're far less employable than the, from the market standpoint than you were when you were one, one week unemployed. Had a job. So the government takes these people and essentially strings them along till they're less employable, mm-hmm. and then they can't get a job at all. They're lucky for a job at Home Depot paying less than what they would have gotten. At nine bucks an hour, that's like... Thirteen hundred a month, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So you've got this really. You, you, the the government gives you this really tough scenario in the way that they go about it because why they have this they they have this insurance program called unemployment that they run and they decide what the benefits are rather than you having worked this out with some insurance company uh, you know previously maybe I want to be insured at uh, and, and, you know, and my normal rate your the rates, whole time you know uh, uh, the market f- effect of that might be that your rates go up if you use it up all the way to the end and. They might be checking up on you to make sure you're actually trying to get a job. And or you could like only get it for 20 weeks. You could decide, you know, I only need to, to have this for four months because I'll find yeah. something. Or you could decide, you know what, I want if, if I lose my job, I have a good paying job, I want to have you know, my full paycheck paid for for the next 10 years until I can find myself the same kind of job. So, you know, the, the insurance would be customized to the person who wants it. It, it doesn't surprise – it reminds me of the welfare stringing along too because what will happen is a, a, a woman – for instance, uh, uh, without will be a single parent, will have kids, and will have welfare and health coverage for the kids, and and then the idea is to to give that up for a job that might not even have health coverage or that and that you know. And stuff like that, and that's actually. Then all of a sudden, she has to put her kids in jeopardy to start working, and everyone gets angry at welfare moms for being on welfare forever. But well, they've you know this is. It's it's Their incentives. Yeah, it's, it, the way it's set up, it's it just it, it it perpetuates itself. All right, Scott, what else you got for us tonight? Well, um, I went to uh, a couple more things real quick. I know you guys can get in on your show, but tonight now I went in um, the BBC on uh, Liberty Radio News. Their headline was out in L.A. County where there's people living in tents because they lost their houses. Yeah, that sucks. Thanks, Scott, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. Andrew is in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Andrew. Greetings, gentlemen. Hey, Andrew. What's on your mind tonight? Um, I wanted to bring uh, good news coming out of uh, Los Angeles, California. Really? Involving the police and uh, superheroes. Yeah. Um, I believe you guys uh, talked about it early, uh, earlier in the year. Um, uh, people dress up in uh, superhero costumes and kind of walk down the uh, the busy street there and entertain the tourists and get some tips from people and they take photographs. And then sure. the uh, the uh, was it the Los Angeles police in the city decided that well that's not a good idea because they're not getting permits and you know <laughs> the city isn't a permit for what exactly. Do you need a permit for span, a spandex permit or something? Anytime you need panhandling permit. Yeah, anytime you're taking money from people for a service, uh, the government wants to get a cut. Okay. So they'll make some crap up. Don't worry. 
Yep. So what ended up happening is these uh, at least four uh, superheroes um, <laughs> were arrested and uh, charged with uh, wow blocking sidewalks. Um, and, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and or panhandling. Uh, none of them have been convicted yet. This that is started. not panhandling. They are providing a service to people. Right. They are giving people the amusement of enjoying to see, you know, seeing their favorite Some superhero. Some of this stuff is really great, too. I mean, I've seen the, the people that have been painted all silver and people dressed up as the Statue of Liberty. I didn't see that in Los Angeles. But, uh, you know, there, there's all kinds of these people that do... These are street, street theaters. Yeah, the yeah. street I saw an angel statue in Boston. And they... It's just amazing to see some of these folks. Just uh, incredible stuff. Yeah. That uh, cowboy, underwear cowboy or whatever, the naked cowboy, whatever they call them. Yeah, and they're out New there York. all day in some cases Yeah, these people performing. are working. Yeah, and then these, uh, these guys uh, initially tried to uh, sue the city uh, with a temporary restraining order um, to get the city to stop their uh, enforcement campaign against the uh, superheroes, which mm-hmm. <laughs> they ended up losing the first time around, but they went into federal court and they got a prim- preliminary injunction against the city because the city wrote down their little policy and the superheroes went in and basically uh, said that, you know, they're just out there, you know, performing, you know, <laughs> free expression and, you know, yeah, people will give them tips or anything, but they're not blocking the sidewalk, and there's an enjoyment, and the uh, federal judge side with them for their preliminary injunction, so they, they don't have to fear arrest, well, I mean, at least from the federal judge, uh, will back them up if uh, they get arrested for, for uh, going out there and uh, entertaining the uh, public. You know, another thing that these uh, city bureaucrats are doing to themselves and to the people that they serve is... You know, some of the some of the biggest draw to these downtown, these metro areas is these people. I went down to the uh, the wharf in San Francisco. I was taking pictures. I had I was on a tour around the United States, and I found these people to be some of the most interesting stuff out there um, with their street theater, all different types of it. It's it's a big draw. It gets the tourists to come and spend money at the stores. Um, you know, do all the things that the city really just can't manage to do on their own, and they go and they they're ruining this. The, the pictures sure are, uh, you, you know you're going to get a good picture when the superheroes are being arrested by the cops. <laughs> Is that Chewbacca? And, uh, Chewbacca was arrested in 2007. Just this last week, uh, Spider-Man was arrested. <laughs> so you can find those online. And thanks for the heads up on that, Andrew. Anything else you want to share? Um, no, just I uh, wanted to bring the good news out of uh, Los Angeles. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Street theater is uh, is great. I think it's great activism. And the the guys up in Grafton are the ones that are really on the ball here in New Hampshire uh, that are really on the ball doing street theater. I don't think there's Weed really... Weed Claus is doing some good stuff. Weed they started, Claus? Uh, they started uh, um, it's, it's like Christmas carols, but they've changed the words, so their activism... I can't remember what they're calling it, but Yeah, they do have a choir, the Grafton carols. Choir of some sort, Freedom right. Choir. And you can find out about that at freegrafton.com. Dot com. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, so, yeah, they've got Weeda Claus, they've got the Emperor now, they've got the Cardinal. So there's all kinds of characters that are mm-hmm. coming out up there, and I think that's, uh, that's great. Maybe we'll see more of that around uh, around New Hampshire. Now, Dale, anarchyinyourhead.com is your website. There's a lot of great liberty-oriented cartoons there, but there's also products, and you've got a special running. What's going on? Yeah, there's a special between November 20th and 23rd. You can save $10 on a $50 order. That's a lot of Christmas gifts. There's like mouse pads, T-shirts, bumpers, nice. stickers, all that. Uh, just enter code FRIEND10 with a capital F. All one word? Friend 10, one word, yeah. Capital F, friend 10 at anarchyinyourhead.com. 
go to store.anarchyinyourhead.com. Fantastic. Go and do that limited uh, time starting tomorrow for three days. More coming up. Free Talk Live. The holiday season provides a great opportunity to share a vision of freedom and how we'll get there. And all of the inspirational and beautifully illustrated publications from BigHeadPress.com are great tools for sharing the freedom message with thoughtful stories, and they are extremely entertaining and a pleasure to read. Just one of the many imaginative graphic novels from BigHeadPress.com is Escape from Terra. Humanity is going to space, and government is not invited. Space pioneers seeking wealth and freedom in outer space. Check out BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. We've got archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. They're right there on the front page. Last week's worth of the show there at the top. And then if you click into the archives section, uh, that'll allow you to access years worth all the way back to late 2006. All of it brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. They have thousands of templates. Excuse me, templates over there. All you have to do is use the portal that we've created for you. That's uh, hostgator.freetalklive.com. You'll get your first month completely free. Hostgator.freetalklive.com. All right, so uh, we're going to continue here. Now, Dale, you'd mentioned last hour I'd brought up this – there's this piece of legislation that is floating its way apparently pretty easily with a unanimous vote from the Senate Judiciary Committee on Thursday, 19 to 0, in favor of the Combating Online Infringement and Counterfeits Act, or COICA. They are going to essentially – we'll get into some of the details here. But you said there is some kind of a, a pro-piracy website that is launched. Oh. Which, of course, piracy it's, is really just sharing. So it's like a pro-sharing is always a better way to uh, say you, that. You've, you're familiar with Let Me Google That For You? No, I'm not. Oh, there's a website that a lot of the listeners are probably familiar with. It's called, it says Let Me Google That For You. And it's a way to kind of poke fun at someone when they ask a really easy question to find on Google. Right. And then it takes them to, a, to this little animated site where it shows it being typed into the Google search bar <laughs> and then hit the thing and it opens up a bunch of answers for them. And, and so it's kind of like, here, dumbass, this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, someone did uh, Let Me Pirate That For You. Oh. So, uh, and it's, uh, let me make sure I, I'm going to So it makes it, it finding me... pirated uh, products or shared products uh, easier than before? Is that uh, how it's supposed yeah. to work? Yeah. It, it, well, it's... Because uh, there are a lot of pirate it's, websites it's, out it's, there. It basically does a search, I think, for the different, all the different torrents and yeah. things where you can download stuff. So, uh, um, and, I, and, I, and, and I think unlike the Google version, this is not meant to poke fun at someone. This is just sort of a way to say, look, you can go get this. Right. It's available out there. It's being shared. And this is not a bad thing. Intellectual property is a silly thing. Intellectual and property is silly. A lot right. of the people who go and download something for free will talk about it, will like it, will want to go get more like that. I, I, I know Absolutely. That, I know that, that so, uh, times when I've had a chance to see something for free one way or another, maybe because a friend showed it to me or maybe because I downloaded sure. it or whatever, I end up wanting a, 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 an actual DVD or something and end up buying yeah, it. Yeah, and who hasn't Very been having... Very frequently happens. I actually. mean, before the internet, who didn't have their friends over to their house to show them a movie in their collection? Right. I mean, it's and then sharing. How, and then it's that much on one... Yeah, however, however way it happened, and maybe even in a totally legitimate, not even anti-intellectual property way maybe you 
like you said, saw it at a friend's house on his official DVD, official approved DVD copy from the store or whatever. So, um, and then you're more likely to go go buy it yourself because you agree. want to be able to watch it or whatever. And well, because you know, for, so. well, because you know that if you really like something and you want it to continue, you want the people who created it to continue making things you like. You have to give them some sort of compensation for it. I mean, I. Right. I know these things, but yeah. I think most people and, and, and know especially that. If you really like something, you know, you want them to be to make some money on it and you want them to make more stuff like that and so yeah. forth. People get that. And it's uh if you and I just checked the year out to make sure I had it right. It's it's uh it's the it's the it's the acronym essentially. Let me pirate that for you. So it's L M P T F Y dot com. Let me pirate pirate that for you. All right, very cool. Well, hopefully they'll be able to keep their website on at least for a little while in the face of this pending legislation that it hasn't passed all the way and been signed into law yet, uh, but it, it did pass 19 to 0 in the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee. This is from ActivistPost.com. Seems a lame duck congressional session is becoming anything but unproductive. Uh, yesterday, we saw the clo- cloture of the Food Safety Modernization Act. And uh, that's, I think, from what I've heard, pretty scary on its own. Yeah, that's that's very, very bad stuff. Uh, and today, the Combating Online Infringement and Counterfeits Act was unanimously approved by the Judiciary Committee. The COICA has been overwhelmingly viewed by bloggers as a corporate hijacking of the Internet by mega-media cartels. Indeed, its eventual passage will be the end of the free Internet as we know it. According to the Associated Press, the Combining Online Infringement and Counterfeits Act, which has the support of the entertainment industry... I'm sure it does. ...but has been strongly criticized... And by entertainment industry, right. they mean the big industry groups, not the individual people that are you know, innovating like... Trent Reznor yeah. and Nine Inch Nails. And they these certainly other couldn't speak for all those people, but um, you know the the one thing that you you said that here that I didn't uh, didn't entirely agree with is the the idea that intellectual property is silly. I think intellectual property is an idea that uh, is, is close to people's hearts. I think the intellectual property laws as they exist in the United States today are bad. That, sorry, that should have been clear. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Ian just I, likes to say stuff. I, to make I, people and I, <clears throat> I, but I do think the concept. Of control of uh, the concept at the root of of those laws, there's a, there's something about that that's screwed up. And I do like the notion of, you know, the idea is to give people credit and and again find find some kind of business model that works so that people can get paid for the work that they're doing. Because I don't, you know, I don't believe in slavery certainly, and 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 you know, I, I believe that people ought to get paid for the work they're doing and things like that. You have to find a way to do that. But the but at the root of the notion of intellectual property, the idea that you sell something to someone, but you but you can't copy that. You can't do whatever you want with that now that you own it. And that's what that is actually controlling someone else's property, which is an anti-property concept. Plus the fact that the uh, you know the freedom that we've enjoyed on the internet up to this point is is really this is what this all is all about is compromising that. Uh, yeah, it's true. A lot of it. It's kind of like it's it's basically a case where. In order to enforce it in this manner, we have to give up. So we we have to create a a, a really insanely miserable police state. Uh, so there's the there's the notion of enforcement of it, and there's also just the reality of it that that once you create something, especially if it's digital content or if it can be digitized, it's gonna get out. It's yeah. gonna be copied. That's just kind of a reality. Right. We need and, to and deal with reality as it exists today. Right. Make and, a business model that, that, that acknowledges that. Right. Because cops can't just come into your house and search your house for stolen property. That's, uh, you know, an infringement. Give them time. In the, same, in the same way that, we, you know, the Internet should remain free and people who commit crimes, uh, you know, should be prosecuted. And well, 
you know, you don't you don't make the Internet, uh, you know, make it so the government goes everywhere and, and pokes into people's business because somebody might commit a crime somewhere. Well, the, uh, the folks in Congress don't agree with you, Mark. Uh, Senator Patrick Leahy from Vermont co-sponsored the bill. He says few things are more important to the future of the American economy and job creation than protecting our intellectual property said uh, Patrick Leahy. He said that this is why the legislation is supported by both labor and industry and Democrats and Republicans are standing together. Yeah, great. Because without intellectual property, now this is not his quote, this has just been going on here, uh, without it, we won't have jobs and the, the future of the American economy will suffer. We won't have any innovation without intellectual property. It's a mm-hmm. common argument. Yeah, It's it's a bunch of fear mongering, which is just, uh, first of all, it's, it's not, there's, it's not, true but secondly uh, it's it's not going to matter because they can't control it anymore I mean, oh, they're going to try to get harder and harder to control they, they well, are going to yeah, try they're not going to be able to control that but they will be able to use the restrictions that they've created in order to you know catch people up in their web and charge them for god knows what um you know different things they're going to they're going to try to crack down on websites and essentially ban them we'll give you some detail on what exactly it is they've got planned because you're right the piracy or the, the file sharing rather will continue Yes, I promise Beyond you. Beyond this, the, the there's a network of very talented people out there that are working hard at uh, keeping the internet free, and they will do whatever they can to work around this. However, they are going to try to make it difficult, and we'll explain what they're up to here in a moment. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Just dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And, of course, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You'll find the features there are free. We've got a lot of them, including the mobile site. If you've got a smartphone, you can go to m.freetalklive.com, get quick access to our streams as well as our podcast and uh, M, rather, M for mobile, m.freetalklive.com. So if you're a college student uh, or a you know grad, graduate student, go to libertarianinternships.com. They have internships there for you for spring, summer, fall, whether it's in uh, internships in state or federal policy organizations, print, broadcast, new media, investigative journalism. There's stipends. Uh, there's inclusion and in participation in IHS summer uh, career workshops, mentoring, housing assistance. All majors are encouraged to apply. Just go to libertarianinternships.com. You've got to sign up there for more information. If you want the reminders, you want the uh, the the things that are going on in your specific geographic area, it's libertarianinternships.com. Sometimes politicians say things that are just so just amazingly Orwellian or stupid. And there is one of those quotes coming up here shortly in this piece about the Koika. Combating Online Infringement and Counterfeits Act, which has passed the Senate Judiciary Committee 19-0. to 0. 
And I guess we'll move on from there. Uh, Patrick Leahy, the sponsor from Democrat, one of the co-sponsors uh, from Vermont, rather, a Democrat from Vermont, uh, is, is quoted here in the, in the piece. And it's, it's one of his quotes. We'll get to it here in a moment. Uh, but basically what this bill is going to do is it gives the Justice Department an expedited process for cracking down on websites engaged in piracy or of the sale of counterfeit goods, including having courts issue shutdown orders against domains based outside the United States. He said this, Rogue websites are essentially digital stores selling illegal and sometimes dangerous products. If they existed in the physical world, the store would be shuttered immediately and the proprietors would be arrested. We cannot excuse the behavior because it happens online and the uh, the owners operate overseas. And here comes the golden part. Mm. The internet needs to be free, not lawless. (laughs) 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 That's very reminiscent of the old, uh, what was it, Rudy Giuliani quote from the presidential campaign where he said, I think it was, obedience is freedom. Yeah. Well, that's just redefine words, right? It's not theft, it's taxes. You know, well, freedom it's not kidnapping, right. it's arresting. He believes you can't have freedom yeah. without laws around. <laughs> Got to have laws to have freedom in in his mind. And yeah, I'm sorry, but no, but there is natural law that you can't get away from, right? There's the that's the kind of law that I actually believe in. He's talking about man laws. Well, at least it's well, and I think of natural law as that's what's derived from sort of logical principles, logical concepts. Concept, you know, uh, you, you, you yeah, know consequences that. for your yeah. actions. Those are natural uh, occurrences. And I think those are the best kind of – that's the best kind of law, personally. I think that it's okay to have rules uh, on private property, but this is the, – these are men who want to control other men and women uh, who are you – know, the, the idea is that something terrible is happening, happening on the internet, and I don't think that most Americans feel that way. I don't think they feel like, oh, my God, if we don't get this whole internet no, thing, don't. it'll take no, no. us – take over. <laughs> no, it's just the, the, the people who feel that way that think something horrible is happening is that's like huge mega corporations that are like raking in scads yeah. and scads of money or selling – used to. Selling like being able to charge whatever price they want for something that they can produce infinitely. You know, the, the I can produce infinite copies of this, and I want to be able to be the only one that can sell these instantly reproducible copies. And I want to be able to charge whatever I want. And there's no competitive price for it because no one else is allowed to sell this the same thing. No one else can like reverse engineer it, copy it, do whatever, and sell it and sell it and compete with me. So I want to have that exclusive monopoly on that. Whatever that is. The legislation may be the most dangerous weapon against free speech in modern history. The infringing activity that may land a website on the blacklist is defined very broadly. It appears the blacklist can be enforced without a court order via Internet service providers. This is total information tyranny, and independent voices need to stand up and protest, or surely will face the arbitrary blacklist. David Siegel reported on the blacklist regulations from the Huffington Post. Koika creates two blacklists of Internet domain names. Courts could add sites to the first first list, the attorney genital would have control over the second. Internet service providers and others, everyone from Comcast to PayPal to Google AdSense, would be required to block any domains on the first list. They would also receive immunity if they block the domains on the second list. So this is pretty scary. They're literally talking about using, just like in Australia, didn't we tell you that this could come here soon? When we heard about Australia doing the uh, internet filtering over there, of course, it's only against porn in Australia and you know other special websites the government doesn't like. Uh, but the same thing's happening here where the government's going to come into an ISP and they're going to say, yeah, now you're our agent and you'll do whatever we say and you're going to institute this blacklist. And if you don't, well, we're going to put you in a cage. 
Or, you know, it's going to shut you down. I mean, when yeah. you're talking about huge businesses like this where everybody, you know, they've, they've got hundreds and thousands of employees that rely on them. You know, well, not all ISPs are Unpaid huge. involuntary deputizing. You are now responsible for enforcing this law That's for right. us. That's how they do it. And you're right, Mark. Most businesses are going to fall in line. Even the small ones are because there are still some mom and pop uh, Internet service providers out there doing dial-up services and, and local DSL there are non-major corporate uh, providers out there, and they're all going to be subject to this, apparently. Uh, the lists are for sites dedicated to infringing activity, but that's defined very broadly. Any domain name where counterfeit goods or copyrighted material are, quote, central to the activity of the Internet site, unquote, could be blocked. So if you set up a site that uh, it's not central to uh, you know shared, <laughs> shared BitTorrents, then that, that's it? I, I who knows, Mark? What is arbitrary... it everybody who just does BitTorrents? Because I know we put our show up on BitTorrent, and That's right. there's no there's no prohibition against uh, people listening to our show no. uh, through Bit, BitTorrent. And there's lots of music out there that's shared through BitTorrent that isn't copyrighted material. Everything by Mozart, Handel, all these. Uh, there's also a lot of like startup bands that want their their music to get right. out there. So that a lot of musicians that them. actually want to get uh, discovered and make some money. This is the way they do it. So Siegel has established a petition against this hijacking of the free internet because, well, apparently that's what you know that's what most people think they can do when the politicians are going to do something is beg and hope that that'll stop it. I don't know if it will, but if you want to, you can go to demandprogress.org/backlist uh, to sign that. However, given this bill passed out of committee unanimously, proves that our corporate-owned public officials will surely jam this legislation down our throats. It'll likely change the internet as we know it, essentially re- redirecting the flow of free information to media conglomerates. The bill is proposed as a piracy protection bill, where according to the AP, the U.S. Senate judicial piracy, right? Yep, they uh, they're, they're going to try to crack down on websites engaged in piracy of movies, television shows, and music. Clearly, uh, it was funded by the media cartels, and uh, so yeah, that goes on to kind of get into a little bit more detail that is not necessary. So eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is the number there. Uh, when will this happen? That remains to be seen. But I can tell you that there's some pretty scary stuff coming into effect uh, for the Internet in 2011. The very beginning of 2011, there are going to be new regulations placed on PayPal and other uh, providers of online monetary services to begin reporting you. So if you've got a business and you sell things on, say, eBay, for instance, and you cross – you're selling things on eBay, you must be bad. If you cross a certain threshold – and I don't remember what that threshold is. I think it's, I believe it is 200 items, and I think that's within a year's time, which for a small business, it's pretty easy to, to cross through 200 items. If you're yeah. selling a lot of stuff on eBay, that's not hard to do. Hopefully you're selling more than an item a day if you're you know, running a small business. Yeah, and there's a certain number of thousands of dollars as well. I believe it was $20,000. So if you're doing more than $20,000 in Cars. business, and if you're doing more than 200 items of business, uh, then PayPal is going to start snitching on you, which means that the AMP program is going to get snitched out. Uh, so, you know, what will happen as a result of that? I don't know. Remains to be seen. But, uh, you know, we've got 3,000 3, 3, some coming in uh, from the Free Talk Live AMP program, though not all of that is through through PayPal. Uh, but nonetheless, that's coming soon. That's that's the that's the law. And it's being uh, put into effect this January, so that's going to be happening, and I, I imagine it's going to affect all the other payment uh, service processors out there as well. Uh, so look forward to that Swell. on your next tax form if you do those things. 
so there's that. There's this uh, this internet crackdown, and then there's the food bill. Mark, uh, do you know anything about that? This food uh, legislation, the it, Food Modernization Act, Food Safety Modernization. You know, I don't know what they've managed to get through or passed or whatever, but in uh, its in the form that I looked at it uh, from Downsize DC, it was basically outlawing uh, family farms. Just yeah, to pretty shut much. them all down. Pretty much. That's the way. That's the way things are going. We'll uh, yep. give you some more detail on that here coming up, and take your calls. Maybe you know about it. And you want to tell us eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The SACL CAI toll free line. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Ovaltine. Give your kids the nutrition they need to be their best. Visit us at OvaltineUSA.com. Telling your child about healthy food choices is important, but showing her what to eat goes a lot further. Have her help create the grocery list, then bring her to the store with you. Picking out healthy foods together helps kids get in the habit of thinking about what they're eating every day. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash your family today. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of these airwaves by dialing in toll-free and bringing up anything. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and you'll find a lot of features there completely free. We give you the archives, the live streams, and more. In fact, we've got broadband and dial-up versions of the uh, the live streams, plus our webcam listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance, satellite feed, and over 80 wonderful radio stations and on the AM and FM band across the country. Go and get the details at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. And tonight, it's Ian here with and, you. And Delbert. And Mark. Delbert is here, by the way, from uh, anarchyinyourhead.com as we continue... Some pretty scary uh, things coming out of Washington, D.C. One of them is this Food Safety Modernization Act. Now, I haven't really dug in too deep into the details on this. Just heard about it happening. But doesn't that sound strikingly familiar to the Consumer Product Safety Modernization Act? I think that's what it was called. Remember the, the piece of legislation that's basically putting mom and pop toy makers out of business? Yeah, they're, uh, they, I believe that's what it's called. So is that uh, it, that must be what modernization is, where we Moderniz- wipe out yeah. all the mom and pop businesses. Well, it, you know, it makes perfectly good sense. Uh, if if you listen to what the Democrats say about the Republicans, you know that they want to get rid of, uh, you know, they, they want to get rid of, they want to help industry, which I guess you could mean, uh, you could take to mean that they want to get rid of small business. I think many of them would say otherwise. But it was but, a Democrat. Let, uh, it was a Democrat Congress that passed this Consumer Product Safety. But what do the Democrats Act? want? They want to support labor who's unionized big business the big companies both democrats and republicans even though they know that the taxes are paid by and the country's run by small business they want it to be otherwise they want big business to run it they want labor to uh, run the big business and they want it to be one big sort of fascist corporatist uh, monster well, that's true. I mean, when you analyze it, that's what it breaks down to. That's not their rhetoric, right? You of know, course, you they Democrats would never say something time. stupid like that. Yeah. You always hear Democrats talking about supporting small business. Well, you'll hear Republicans say it too. Yeah, you know, but it's, that's one of those things that you know. There's they're really getting less and less different all the time, and and they and they're and of course both using the rhetoric of of that, that they don't actually live by. Now, this is a confusing story, at least in the very beginning part, because I don't know about what all the machinations of the the state are and why it does what it does. Uh, But by a a vote of 74 to 25, this is also from ActivistPost.com, a vote of 74 to 25, 
actually, excuse me, foodfreedom.wordpress.com. At noon today, the U.S. Senate voted, and this is from two days ago, but uh, they voted for the Food Safety Modernization Act. They voted for cloture, which apparently means it must now be voted on in the full Senate within 60 days. Isn't 100 the full Senate? The cloture, I believe, is uh, is when they get do that sixty forty thing. You know, when they have to get sixty uh, percent of the, or sixty percent of the senators to agree on it. Otherwise, you don't get cloture, and then it only has to pass by a majority after um, after that. Okay, so it's already passed for cloture by seventy four. So seventy four to twenty. Uh, excuse me, seventy four to twenty five. Saying, go ahead and let's let's vote on this. One of their supporters, uh, Saxby Chambliss of Georgia, opposed cloture. Because modifications to the bill don't reflect its original intent. Oh, excuse me. Okay, so they can make amendments now. So basically, they can they can tinker and add things and uh, and remove things. Opposed uh, cloture because it don't reflect the, the modifications don't reflect its original intent. Chambliss fully supports giving the FDA more power over the U.S. food supply, but is unhappy with a particular amendment submitted in August. He objects to the small farm exclusion on the grounds that the 500,000 annual gross revenue limit is an arbitrary number that is too quickly reached by small farms. He calls for numerous amendments to the bill as it appears today. So who knows where this uh, this bill is is going to end up. Another supporter of the bill called out the statistics by the Centers for Disease Control that report there are 76 million foodborne illnesses per year, with 5,000 resulting in death. What Brown didn't say was the FDA, the very agency further empowered by this bill, is responsible for the approval of the pharmaceutical drugs that result in 100,000 deaths each year. So the suggestion here is that somehow this government bureaucracy will be able to reduce the amount of foodborne illnesses, that the marketplace isn't good enough. And all of the uh, it, it kind of built-in well, safety measures the, in the market. The, the getting rid of uh, local farms is what's going to, to you know, d- diminish foodborne Ill- illnesses. As if people who, uh, you know, are buying things at local farms want this. None of the supporters of the S-510 will acknowledge the corrupt nature of the Food and Drug Administration. Monsanto executive, for instance, which is one of the world's the world's largest uh, food seeds provider, uh, executives now work at the FDA or on President Obama's Food Safety Task Force, which, of course, is typical. For anybody that doesn't know that, maybe you're new to the idea of regulation and you still believe that it's to keep you safe. Government regulation is to pr- protect the business of people like Monsanto and yes, these other Yes, that's exactly companies. what's happening here. What legislators continue to ignore from the public is that we don't support giving federal agencies more power, especially over something as inherently private as food choices. I mean, if, if giving the government power over food is a good idea, then why not go all the way? Why not just have them provide the food? I mean, it worked in Russia, right? Well, that's... Well, no, no, it didn't. Same, the justification that they use, you know, you know health care, like the, when they say people are entitled to health care because you need it to survive, well, you need food to survive. Why isn't the government required to provide everyone with their food? And we'll just close all the restaurants and the grocery stores. We'll just turn them into state... Uh, distrib- distributions yeah. and people will go and and they'll just yeah they'll just you'll you'll have tickets for your food that your your rations and you can get your food. None of the legislators will discuss the FDA raids on natural food operations, which sicken no one. While it allowed Wright County Egg to sicken people for decades before finally taking action. Yesterday, a senator informed his Pennsylvania constituents that the $1.6 billion price tag for S five ten will stop food smuggling in the United States. <laughs> There's this food. quote. Smuggling? Food smuggling. What is food smuggling? I don't know. Is this a rash? Is this, is this a horrible problem that's spreading 
These provisions, he said, is will, this raw milk? Is this what they're talking about? Will add maybe. Will add person. We know that some places they're cracking down on that. Uh, will add personnel to detect, track, and move smug and remove smuggled food, and call for the development and implementation of strategies to stop food from being smuggled into the United States. Oh. So apparently uh, the issue is that there are people outside of the, the country's borders violating our sovereignty by bringing their darn food here and selling it too cheaply. That's what it sounds like. That's people, what it's, We can't have people buying cheap food during a recession. Well, right. You, you, you've got to have taxes. That food just can't be coming in here. Well, you, you, you can have the food come in. You just need to give us a cut. So that's why people are smuggling it, likely, to avoid the, uh, the import tariffs. Which I fully support, by the way. Please smuggle some more food in. <laughs> as long as the food's safe, I, yeah. you know, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Is food smuggling a problem in the United States? Asks the activist post. Well, uh, the biggest food smuggling case in the history of the U.S. was busted wide open in September. Eleven Chinese and German executives were indicted for bringing $40 million worth of commercial grade honey over a five year period, reportedly <laughs> to avoid. Grade, honey's sterile. <laughs> reportedly to avoid paying $80 million in import fees. Well, I can tell you, Mark, that the uh, people that are the, the, the longshoremen or whoever that are uh, unloading ships aren't uh, checking for food safety. Yeah. They're just checking for tax stamps. Yeah, that's, like what, that. that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's about the taxes. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, they avoided $80 million in import fees, but then they got caught. So that amounts, by the way, to 3% of the $1.35 billion honey market over a five-year period. And since that was the biggest food smuggling bust, food smuggling isn't the problem. Clearly, it hardly seems worth it for the U.S. taxpayer to cough up $1.6 billion so the FDA can stop such illegal activities. But that's okay. They don't worry about whether it's worth it or not. The government people don't uh, look at costs. It's your money they're spending in order to protect it. Yeah, they they don't look at costs. Uh, They don't care about those things. Certainly not in the same way that businesses do. They want the cost to be high because they want to have a reason to expand. They want to to hire more bureaucrats. They want to create new bureaucracies. So uh, they're not even concerned with the same things that that, that you or I might They don't function like the marketplace. Yeah. Dave's in Montana. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale, Dale Bird, rather, and Mark. Hello. Hey, Dave. Hey, yo. You're on the air. Hey, uh, I would call up about that uh, food bill. Yes, sir. And uh, it goes like uh, farmers' markets are going to be against the law. Yeah. And Oh, boy. And you're going to have to get a license to get a garden. They're going to have to come and check your garden. But they ain't going to stop me from growing my tomatoes and my basil. Oh, you can grow them. You just can't sell them. Or give them to somebody or something like that? Uh, I don't know if they're going to crack down on people giving away food. Uh, that would be pretty tough for them to uh, to, to do. But uh, if yeah. you sell it for any, you know, even to cover your costs, they could come after you. And uh, I want to talk about, too, the, the TSA there. You know, I think the people's are going to, the only stimulus that the people are going to get is uh, from the TSA. And and the whole the whole thing too is a big scam because they're gonna let people that wear burgers go through. They're not gonna search them because it's against the religion. So I say I don't know if I believe that one. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate hearing from you. More coming up, hour three's next, free talk live. A passion for service never leaves. 
I'm Tim Lewis, and after 22 years in the military, I became a mortgage professional, helping my fellow veterans and active duty service members secure VA home loans. Refinancing with a VA loan is a privilege earned through service, and it's my privilege to help you get there. We can help you lower your rate or consolidate debt, even if your current mortgage is not a VA loan. Go to varadio.com to learn more. That's varadio.com. I'm Tim Lewis. Thank you for your service. varadio.com is a website of iFreedom Direct Corporation, a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com or call 1-800-900-VA-LOAN. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there free, so head over there. Enjoy those on us, and the main feature allows you to control the content. Submit whatever you want to the site. Others vote on them. And uh, then the most voted up, make it to the front page. You'll see what I mean. Go over to freetalklive.com. Last hour, we told you about some pretty scary-sounding legislation that is coming out of Washington, D.C., or is on the way uh, toward being completely passed through their system. Uh, One of them being a a piracy crackdown legislation that will basically create an Internet blacklist that will have to be enforced by all Internet service providers across the country, which, of course, will very easily expand into a pornography blacklist and an anti-state blacklist and whatever other kind of uh, sites they decide they don't like and they don't want you to see. It's coming. And that particular uh, provision was uh, voted in by 19 to 0 of the particular committee that was looking at it. So kind of an indicator of how uh, it might do maybe a little bit down the line. I suppose it could be stopped at this point, but we shall see. There's that. Doesn't sound likely. Yeah, there's that. And then just just to give you an idea where these guys want to go. This is where they want to go. Even if it does get stopped this time, you can better believe it's going to come back as an amendment to some other bill that's labeled Patriot something or other. And then that'll pass, of course, because who could vote against a Patriot, whatever. And uh, and then it'll get in that way. So just be on the lookout for this stuff coming soon. Also, the Food Safety Modernization Act. And the, the piece that I read here, uh, was I was looking for something quick from Activist Post, doesn't really get into some of the detail on how this is going to hurt small farmers. And I still would like to know more about what is being proposed here. Uh, there's, there's some regulations that are going to make it very, life very difficult on small farmers. But what they focus more on in this piece was this idea of food smuggling, which apparently people are bringing in uh, – in this case, the largest bust ever, some honey, uh, millions of dollars worth of commercial grade honey was brought in over a five year period secretly. Gonna, that's the biggest one. And they're going to spend one point six billion to prevent it. Well, they're <laughs> going to spend one point six billion on the whole bill, which may create some new bureaucracy. I mean, who knows what what all's involved in this? It's going to be uh, it's going to be more than just a crackdown on food smuggling. In fact, the, the one of the scariest parts about this, according to the smuggling language, it would allow the government under maritime law to defi- uh, to define the intro- excuse me to define the introduction of any food into commerce even direct sales between individuals as smuggling into the united states 
Since under that law, the U.S. is a corporate entity and not a location, entry of food into the U.S. covers food produced anywhere within the landmass of this country and entering into it by virtue of being produced. So essentially... Uh, section 309 defines it as in this subsection the term smuggled food means any food that a person introduces into the united states through fraudulent means or with the intent to defraud or mislead i presume what that means is to defraud the united states out of its rightful uh, money the tax money that you would otherwise have to pay for producing this food so the suggestion here mark you had said that you'd heard this was going to be a crackdown on uh, farm small farms yeah, i've got it right the, here from downsizedc.org if you uh, want to I, hear what, what i happens. definitely want to hear about this Ready? Yeah. It'll create a vast uh, HR 875, which I guess is the uh, the, the House version of this. Mm-hmm. Create a vast new bureaucracy, the Food Safety Administration, an army of inspectors oh, with the power to seize the papers and effects of farmers without a warrant. Mm-hmm. If you grow food and sell it, suddenly your house is wide open to them. Mm-hmm. A system to track every morsel of food from the farm to the supermarket in combination with the National Animal Identification System. So now you've got to you've got to identify your food and, and put it in barcode format to be scanned by the bureaucrats. I mean, this makes it just impossible for small farmers to uh, to compete with the big ones. And you have to tag your animals too, as well. Uh, right. And the big the big farmers they can uh, tag like one you know in a herd one animal in a herd, but the mm-hmm. small farmers you know just the way it's it's written will have to tag every animal. So it'd be very costly for the small farmer versus yep. the big. They've been working on this for a while because I remember Jim Babka telling us about it like a couple of years they ago. They want very badly to put small bar- farmers out of business. They're making a resurgence, and yeah. the big farmers don't want this. And they're the ones with the money. They're the ones that own Congress. And that's you know it's a it's a it absolutely is a country by the lawyers for the lobbyists. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that whole people thing. It's over with. It'll create a pile of reports to for farmers to to file. It also would have defied a, a regulated food production facility to potentially include backyard gardens. Uh, oh, but whoa, 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 hold on. When you say reports for farmers to file, it's easy to just gloss over the whole oh, paperwork. But we know what happens when you get the paperwork wrong when it comes to the federal government. But even if you have it right, I mean, look, it's still look, bad. Nobody yeah. works as hard in this country as farmers do. Right. I mean, they don't do that nine to five Monday through Friday stuff. They 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 work all the time. And it's These easy guys to... just don't. If you're a dairy farmer. I mean, you have to be out there twice a day building the these. There's no yeah. such thing as a vacation for these people. Where are you going to go when you've got a bunch of animals that are counting on you? Even if you don't have, uh, you know, dairy cattle. Even if you have goats or or sheep or cows or whatever, they've got to be fed every single day. You don't have a vacation when you have a farm. Well, these people are absolutely dedicated. Remember, when it comes to uh, big corporations, it's no problem for them to hire on another lawyer or two to handle the extra paperwork. But for a mom and pop business, there are a lot. Of cases doing all that stuff themselves. It's well worth the cost for them because that 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 cost for the big for, company. You mean? Yeah, because the yeah. cost for them is hedging out those little people that would be competing with them. So right, and they, they don't they to, drive them out of the marketplace. Right, and they don't have to raise their prices very much uh, to to make up for whatever those costs are. Whereas a small business that affects them in a more significant manner, and if they cross a T wrong or, or forget to dot an I, then that's probably a, you know a huge fine that they'll, they'll be levied against them for messing up that paperwork. The the new FSA, uh, the Food Safety Administration bureaucracy that would be created, the bureaucrats would have wide latitude to find safety any way they want. So they could they could call organic uh, farming unsafe. They could you know whatever because mm-hmm. organic organic farming they use poop. They use poop. 
you know, and that's, look, folks, it's not, if you don't wash it, it's not safe. You've got to wash your food. And, uh, you know, whatever the, the, the federal bureaucracy is out there, we're well, going to protect you, you're going to protect you, watch out, you're going to get a, a coli or whatever. And they, they just want to scare the crap out of people. And in the process, they will destroy small farms. Uh, violators of F- FSA regulations will be fined up to a million dollars per day with no judicial review. No judge will look this over. Not that I th- think that that matters anyway, because the the big companies will you know have so many lawyers. A, a little farm farmer would be run out of business. A little farmer is just going to stop selling if Why these bother? regulations. Yeah, if these regulations come down, it's just not worth it anymore. Federal jurisdiction, even when the food hasn't crossed state lines. So a small farmer selling within his state, how does Smuggling. the federal government have the right to regulate a small farmer that's just selling they inside their so. state? It's the same excuse they use to to regulate marijuana, when whatever not, they want, whether or not it's crossing state lines. Because they own you. This is the United States, Mark, and if you do business without their permission, you are a criminal. So, and they will treat you as though you are. In fact. Uh, by the way, they're only going to be hiring 150 new people to enforce the food smuggling provisions, but the total number of hires they're looking for is 18,000. So right out of the gate, if this bill passes as it is proposed right now, this new bureaucracy you're talking about, yeah. the food, whatever the safety heck it is, administration. safety administration, 18,000 potential uh, new bureaucrats to right. be hired. That's what they're... That's, what they're, that's to start. You're right. And what are these bureaucrats doing to create value? They're going and hassling farmers. They don't create value. Well, that's what that's what the, the idea is. They can't create that value. Somebody who has a job is doing something. Right. Well, they're a jo- it's a job, but it's not creating value. That's the difference they, they between well a government be, job. Or they may as well be moving rocks from one pile to another place and then moving the rocks back. At least they, if they were moving rocks. happening. Well, at least if they were moving rocks. They wouldn't rocks, be hurting anyone. <laughs> exactly. They wouldn't be shutting down businesses and and preventing people from, sell, like you were saying, selling things at the farmer's market. You go to the farmer's market without having your federal, whatever they, whatever they come up with, right? Because they haven't even come up with this. They're just going to they're gonna create this new bureaucracy, and then the bureaucracy is going to come up with regulations. Just like the TSA. Yeah. They'll do whatever they want. There won't be a law. The fe- the, 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 uh, the lawmakers and Washington didn't decide they were going to have these new scanning machines. The TSA did. They, yeah. they give this essentially lawmaking ability to this bureaucracy, and they right. do whatever they want. And then when you don't like it and you want to go fight them in court, you, you have to pay for your own court costs, which will be in the millions. But the taxpayers fund these bureaucracies. It won't fighting. be long before you've got these bureaucrats showing up at farmer stands and farmer's markets alongside of the road or whatever, wherever people are, are trying to sell food, get food in people's hands, and they'll be demanding permits, and they'll be demanding to see tax stamps, uh, see evidence that you've been paying your federal food tax. It's happening. This is happening now. And this passed uh, to cloture overwhelmingly, so it hasn't come all the way through, but we're going to keep an eye on it for you, and uh, let us know if you hear anything new. It's Free Talk Live. When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. FreedomCam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. The The GPS GPS Black Black Box Box Dash Cam. Cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For traffic stops, accidents, and all other driving incidents, protect yourself with the ultimate witness at FreedomCam.net. 
This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. That's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com, at least until we get added to the blacklist. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. Uh, so head on over there uh, to freetalklive.com and get interactive with us. There's a lot of features, and they are all for free. By the way, that toll-free number brought to you by SACL CAI. What is that, Mark? SACL CAI. AI is a company owned by Jason Osborne. He's a big supporter of Liberty, and they handle accounts receivable for businesses. They also have uh, telephony products that they that they uh, rent out to people, whether you're doing campaigns or trying to uh, reach people in your state or neighborhood or across the nation, whether you want to reach them through recorded calls or live calls. Uh, SACL CAI can handle all of that for you. Their banner is the top one on the right-hand side of the page at freetalklive.com. All right, the toll-free number is 800-259-9231. Nick is on the line in Illinois. Nick, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Delbert and Mark. Hello. Hey, Nick, what's on your mind tonight? Hey. Uh, well, first of all, I appreciate being on your show. Great. Um, Glad you're here. Go ahead. Now, what infuriates me about COICA, even more than its moral repugnance, is that it's supposedly to protect content creators to ensure they get compensated. This but is the it, Internet crackdown bill that will be creating a essentially a blacklist of websites that the government claims are going to be adding pirate sites to, but I imagine it will expand beyond that. And uh, So go ahead. I'm just kind of recapping for our new listeners. Yeah, but it's not even necessary because most content creators already take sufficient measures. For example, in the video game console industry, uh, console makers you know, like Sony and Nintendo, mm-hmm. they, they keep their consoles on a closed system that makes piracy basically a non-issue for them. Games are only compatible on the c- company's own hardware, and all game-related downloads are done through their own private networks, which are accessible only through that hardware. Yeah, there used to be uh, this thing like Game Shark, where you could do with the uh, Sony original PlayStation, and you could like plug it in and make it work. But well, after that, there are mod chips, but they're not got easy to so install. So complicated that the you know. Uh, the vast, 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 vast majority of the population couldn't yeah. do anything about it. I tried it. to mod chip, mod chip my PlayStation 2. I mod chipped my PlayStation, PlayStation 1 successfully, but I tried to do yeah. my PlayStation 2, and I, I couldn't keep my hands still enough to do the, uh, you know, the, the soldering work. Yeah, I think work. I had them, uh, I think I had gotten a, a hold of a modded... Uh PlayStation 1. And by the way, mod shipping uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're using pirated games. It just makes it so you you can use copied games. So you could, for instance, copy a game and then keep the original in uh, you know a sealed vault or something like that. If you're some sort of a game collector, it could allow you to do that. But even so, they've still outlawed. I believe they've outlawed uh, mod shipping as well. Or to mistaken. play imported games. Or right, or to, to yeah. defeat the uh, regional protections on uh, the game systems. So I mean, it totally voids your warranty, and that's kind of the the trade off is you don't yeah. have any warranty left after you uh, do some tinkering inside. But it's very difficult to accomplish that. And as you're saying, yeah. with the digital delivery systems they have now, it's completely a closed system. You're ordering the games directly from Microsoft or from so- uh, from Sony, and uh, they have total control over that. Yeah, that is exactly what I was going to get to next. Is that these measures can be circumvented, but very few people have that kind of expertise. And that's all it takes to ensure that the vast majority of people won't pirate the game. And that's all you really have to worry about is the vast majority of people. Yep. Well, the, uh, the, the people that are really leading this charge, I think, are likely the RIAA and the MPAA, the Recording Industry Association and the Motion oh, Picture Association. Yeah. And that horse left the barn a long time ago. There's, uh, you know, there's, there's nothing that the music industry can do about essentially uh, you know, people sharing music. But they do think – this might be the one thing they can do is get the federal government involved to the point that they just shut down – Just censor. Just censor the just internet. Just shut down so many sites on the inter- internet that uh, people can't share at all. 
all, and it makes it so complicated, and and that uh, you know people start. I don't know. I, I imagine they'll start. Fi- they'll figure out some way around it. There's, but the, at that point, the federal government have its foot so deeply into the internet that it can do whatever it wants. Well, there is one area in which uh, video game companies are for something like this, and that's mm-hmm. the area of used game sales. They claim it cuts into their profits, but every industry has to deal with used item sales. So yeah. That's not yeah. even legitimate to begin with. Well, the industry associations are typically behemoths. They're dinosaurs. Uh, and, of course, there are people within the recording world that are su- supportive of open source and supportive of, of sharing ideas and, and allowing their music to be uh, to be put out there. And, of course, plenty of independent filmmakers love the idea of, of having more eyeballs watching their product. That way they can sell more copies to the true fans that uh, that are created. And I'm sure there are plenty of software companies that also understand that piracy or, excuse me, file sharing actually uh, benefits their it's business. The publishers who have the problem with it. It's the big, the, yeah, the big yeah. companies. Can you are, imagine video? The video. I mean, the hubris of a company saying that you can't buy our video game and then sell it when you're done. I mean, that's disgusting, and it shows <laughs> just how far yeah. these companies would go if they had the ability. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to share, Nick? No, that's all. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Even our uh, industry, the uh, the radio industry, also the the national group that represents radio stations is very similar in the way they behave. Uh, now, they're not dealing with the same problems uh, to their – the same threats exactly to their their establishment as the radio – excuse me, the recording industry is, but – one of the things they've been doing recently is they've been trying to – There's, I guess there's some negotiating going on at a national level with the National Association of Broadcasters between them and some music stations or the, the music stations as far as the royalties uh, that these the RIAA wants them to pay. So the RIA is getting desperate for, for right, cash. they're getting desperate is really what it's all about. And so they're coming out against the radio stations and saying, yeah, we're going to have to demand you start paying this. And so there's this negotiation that's going on. Of course, the NAB is coming back and saying, "Well, uh, National Association of Broadcasters." Right, thank you. The, well, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll 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 be happy to to uh, to pay these fees as long as we can get Congress to mandate that FM receiver chips go in every single cell phone device. Right. So every and, so it's this one big so cycle of sad. violence. It is um, so sad. <laughs> you know, everybody wants to push their thing, and uh, you know, they all want to use the government to do it. And this is yeah. why they use the analogy of the golden gun because everybody's struggling over the. the the the, inst- the instrument of violence. The government is has a monopoly privilege on the use of force, and you know I, I love the Barack Obama uh, a quote that we have that uh, recorded real quick there that uh, that that says so. Every you know even the government acknowledges they have the monopoly privilege on the use of violence. Everybody struggles over it. Rather than getting out in the marketplace providing the best service that they can, they'd rather regulate the crap out of themselves and everybody else and put all right. these lawyers in um, you know uh, in uh, if to radio work, had a Good, this stuff. If radio had a great product, people would be clamoring to have it on their cell phones. I think they do. I think they have the best talent out there. Um, but, you know, it's uh, FM receivers. Uh, I think that the government's limited them. You know, I mean, they I, I don't know necessarily sure how why. that. What, what do you mean by that? The, the, well, they limited can only the receiver. They limited, the, you know, an FM station couldn't can only broadcast at 100,000 watts. It can only go. It's it's only a geographic issue. Well, yeah. Okay. 
I, I, I guess I see where you're coming from there. Certainly, the FCC has regulated the uh, the radio industry, but uh, 200,000 watts doesn't get you that much further than 100,000 watts, uh, just because of the way uh, signals propagate. So FM is always going to be a, a locally oriented uh, kind of a product. Sure, uh, it's just the way of the the nature of the beast. But watching them flail about in the same way that the RIAA is flailing about, and you're right, Mark, there, are, there is some good radio product out there, and of course smart radio stations are putting up websites, and they're putting up online streams, and they're giving their listeners alternative ways to, uh, to get into their product. The way you don't keep your industry viable is by threatening uh, the Consumer Industry Association, or the, excuse me, the Electronics CEI, or whatever, whoever the heck they are. There's some industry group out there that uh, represents the Consumer Electronics and so essentially they're threatening them with legislation to mandate they put in FM chips in these cell phones. If the marketplace wanted FM chips, and some phones have them, uh, then they'd, they'd have them in more, more phones because it'd be a selling point. 1-800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features we have there completely free. You can enjoy our webcam, for instance. You can watch, you can listen, and interact because other listeners are there in the chat room, which is built into the very same page as the webcam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to see and do that. That's cam.freetalklive.com. Brought to you by Memory Dealers. Memory Dealers offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, Ginpacks, GBICs, and X2s. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. They also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. In stock, ready to ship the overnight delivery, memorydealers.com. All right, toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. Of course, uh, we're talking about these industry groups that are just so sad and so pathetic in the way that they uh, are just flailing about in their death throes of uh, as they attempt desperately to try to retain as much of their uh, their insane profits uh, that they've been making, the billions of dollars that they've been bilking out of people. I have no problem because, with the, with the uh, profits. The the what they're it's the coercion of the marketplace. That's really the issue. Yeah, that well they've been bilking. Somebody it out who's of people. providing a great product will will make insane profits, and that's a good thing. That's true, uh, but I don't think these people would make the same level of uh, profits if they hadn't had the government behind their back. And if they well, hadn't, uh, at had, one time they, they were necessary to distribute the uh, music in a, in a in a fashion. They managed to get their their fingers gripped around the marketplace as mm-hmm. a result because they were sort of necessary. And then they squeezed out competition through government uh, yeah. intervention. Yeah, and made more than they otherwise would have in a truly free market where they would be subject to true competition. And the same thing applies to the radio industry as well, which is uh, our business, where these poor bastards 
have been uh, for the entire existence of radio, pretty much, certainly the last several decades, have been in a protected industry. And they don't realize, it's the thing they don't get, they don't realize that the FCC, their great protector, is actually going to be responsible for their slow and sad deaths. Right. They, because, well, they, they won't even realize it as it's happening. Um, but there was a time when the the radio station stood up to the music industry. I think this was about the the late '60s when you know the the Deo song, the Banana Boat song, mm-hmm. this this form of music, like a calypso music, I think is what it's called. Maybe. Um, basically, there was you know the the same thing happened. The the record companies wanted the radio stations to pay an exorbitant amount in order to play their songs. The radio stations said, "Hey, we're advertising your music so that people go out and buy it." Yeah, we. Right pay something but we're not going to pay too much and when it was too much basically they went on strike and started program directors did their real job and went out and found new music rather than having all these these (laughs) industry execs calling them yeah yeah, pushing their their garbage that they're they're hawking they went out they found new music that people wanted to hear and they played it on the radio and it created a whole new boom um in this this form of music then uh the record companies saw the 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 you know the saw the reason of the radio stations back down and then they went everything went back to normal but in the process calypso music managed to get its foot in the door well, to some extent, that's kind of you know, almost a retelling of what's happening, or this is almost a retelling of what happened then, with the just more of on a larger scale with the internet coming in, and again, the record companies feeling threatened in the same way the movie industry felt threatened by VHS tapes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's they'll deal with it, they'll adjust their business model, and life will go on. And well, in know. the meantime, they're going to thrash around and use the government to try, to try to inflict as much violence on uh, people yeah. as they possibly can. The music can. industry it's just, gonna... or excuse me, the movie industry just couldn't figure out how to stop people from getting VHS uh, recorders in their homes. So you know they, they well, just weren't able to well it's likely they i don't know i'm speculating here but it would be likely they would try similar things as they are today and that is to try to outlaw or to try to to mandate uh, certain technologies or to prevent vhs decks from from being able to record and things it, like that and some it, of it works some of it doesn't isn't it um i i i've heard some some uh there's some controversy about this and some difference of opinion and i don't know the facts and I, maybe a caller would can tell us but I think it's I, I remember having a discussion about whether or not you're it's actually illegal to record a show off of broadcast television. Like it's a good but, question. But not enforced. Like they, like well, you know, they just stopped enforcing it and it was just never ever enforced again, but the idea was that 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 is that technically a, a violation of copyright, you know, that you're not supposed there to There are certainly make threats like that that are attached to the Super Bowl and other football games. Football games typically yeah. have warnings that say that, you know, this is not to be recorded and played back. I mean, essentially, as I understand it. So maybe that's well, maybe that's built on some real law then that's just not enforced. It may be. Well, right? that's actually, you know, I, it's hard for me to like, imagine that's so simply because basically the way people watch TV now is through these TiVo machines. Oh, yeah, but as he's saying, it's no, not enforced. Th- th- just the fact that it's widespread doesn't Could necessarily be. mean anything. I mean, there's a, there's a, um, you know, it's like there's all these little laws on the books that don't get enforced, yeah. and, and they, they just go out of enforcement. They don't ever actually get rid of the law. Like, so there's a claim that there's a, uh, you can't, and in Georgia, uh, I've heard a rumor that there's a law you can't beat your wife with anything thicker than a broom handle. Yeah, and oh, they've, you know. And that's still on the books. Let's you know. continue. Some of the handles are thicker than others. <laughs> With your call and go, or your calls rather, Frank is in West Virginia listening to WVTS. Hello, Frank. Hey, how you doing, guys? Great. What's on your mind tonight, Frank? Uh, first, just let me say it's great to be on the show. I listen all the time, and I just really enjoy it. Thanks, Frank. Um, I was sitting here listening to you guys talk about just um, you know corporations that just go go for the guts and glory and t- try to take over the the scene. Um, I'm a tech 
geek. I love gadgets. When the iPhone came out, I was one of the first ones in line. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had every version of the iPhone. <laughs> um, but i got to say that Steve Jobs has got me so ultra pissed off. Really? I just want to get the, the world's ultimate noogie and kick him down a flight of stairs. What has he done? What's um, going on? Well, it, it, it's... The, the, I don't know what the right words are here, but uh, like for instance, with the new release of uh, OS X with the App Store, it seems to me like he's trying to, to make to the point where nothing else is going to be, no other software companies are going to be able to, to make software and use it on the Apple platform. What is this apps board? I'm sorry, the, the OS 10 with the apps what? Apps board? The app store. The, oh, app the store. The version of OS 10 has the, a, a version of the app store like the iPhone or the iPad does. Right, and, to where you, you, you can get the products through Apple store. Are you suggesting that he's saying that there will be no other way to install software on your computer after this? That's that's the rumors that I've heard. Um, I have, I've, you know, I've saw, you know, I've read all of his releases and everything, and he, nothing comes out directly says that. That but sounds like mind, he doesn't seem that stupid history. to me. Like I, I think well, that's like he seems like a pretty, you know, marketing smart guy just based on on the success he's had, and uh, right. it just seems awfully. That just seems like incredibly marketing stupid. But they they right pulled there. it off with well, the uh, yeah. whatever format the the iPod doesn't play MP3 format. It, it plays you know something else. Isn't that correct? MP4, yes. Well, you know, a, an example of this is the fact that that uh, Apple will not allow any flash content to play on any of their devices. Yeah. When what what is it? QuickTime only. QuickTime only. Yeah. Own, every Apple product is QuickTime only, except you know with. With the, the Macintosh computers, you can get patches, but God, on I my hate iPhone, time. unless I jailbreak it, I can't. I can't view any Flash content, and it just seems that I that, think that. I think you're on to something, uh, Frank. I think that, you know, Dale, I understand where you're coming from. Like, it's not a smart thing to do. But once mm-hmm. you've got you, – you, if you've got this position of power, look at these companies that aren't doing smart things. I mean, they're doing yeah, things exactly. that are not that smart and that you're in this position of power. You've got all this income coming in. Oh, who cares? You know, just whatever. We'll just, we'll just lock it down because the, the rationale is going to be this, right? It's going to be that, well, to allow anybody to install any application would make it so the computers would crash more often because then it's more of an exactly. open marketplace – and if if we vet everything that comes in first, if we take it, what if you want to sell something on the Apple platform, you have to send it into this app store. The app store then vets it to make sure it's a quality Apple seal of approval, and then they'll put it out there for you. Uh, that way, they could claim that it'll actually make the user experience better because they won't have to worry about crashing as often and things like that. And that, that also the other side of it is the monetary aspect. As a, as an app developer in the app store program. Um, Microsoft, excuse me, Apple takes 30% of the developer's proceeds. Wow. 30%. Look that directly up right on their website if you want to become an app developer, which I've looked into. They take 30 off the top. Yeah, to to Android's credit, the Android operating system does allow you to install apps from anywhere. You have to check a box to make it it do that, but uh, it does allow that in the system software. You don't have to crack it or anything like that. Hey, thanks for the call. Great information tonight, Frank. Appreciate hearing from you. More coming up. Enough time for your thoughts at 800-259-9231. Industry craziness, geek stuff, you tell us. Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. 
Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. Maybe enough time to sneak your call in here in the remaining moments of this edition of the show. Of course, we do this show seven nights a week. Uh, Mark and myself are here for six of those nights, and then Sundays we have our live internet-based edition of the show, which is hosted by our wonderful co-hosts. I don't know who's doing it this weekend. Is it you, Dale? Who's doing it this weekend? Yes, I am. It is Dale. Or, excuse me, Dale Burt. Dale, Dale Burt, Burt is yeah. <laughs> hosting the show this weekend. And Dale's here from anarchyinyourhead.com, where there's a special going on. There is a sale afoot. Well, actually, starting in, uh, what, uh, a couple hours? Uh, four days, the 20th through the 23rd. 20th. So to, starting tomorrow. That's so starting right. at midnight? Is that when it's going to start? Uh, I... I I maybe I'm not sure. Uh, sometime tomorrow the sale. <laughs> Try will using the, the the code the, okay. the, the the discount code and uh, so and you'll, you'll see know. the uh, the discount be taken when you put the, the code. The in. discount is is friend one zero with a capital F. So capital F friend one zero, and uh, that and should take ten dollars off as long as you buy fifty dollars worth. And that's at the uh, the anarchyinyourhead.com store. It's store yep. anarchyinyourhead.com. Fifty dollars is a lot of cool gifts for for Christmas. What are some of the cool things that things uh, like uh, you, like if you like cartoons, some you know some. Um, some of the characters and cartoons and things, they're on mouse pads, T-shirts, bumper stickers, uh, all kinds of stuff. Really. So mugs. some of your favorite Anarchy in Your Head characters you can yes. put on stuff. Anarchy on mugs, on yep. T-shirts, on mouse pads, things like that. Awesome. Clocks. <laughs> Store.anarchyinyourhead.com. Uh, sto- store. The code is FRIEND10, all one word, capital F. Yes. All right. Uh, so, oh, by the way, Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. Your best chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime? Well, you got to do something significant. you got to get together with other liberty-minded people and then get active. And it's, happen on its own. Yeah, we're starting, it's starting to work now. Over 10,500 people, we've crossed that mark at this point, have now signed up as part of the Free State Project. Uh, many have moved. Hundreds have made the move, and more are coming. And, of course, uh, getting here sooner rather than later would be good. Uh, but whenever you can get here, do it. Go to freestateproject.org, get signed up, learn more about it. If you love liberty and you're willing to stand up for it, go to freestateproject.org and get involved as we go to the phones and to the fun here. Uh, let's continue and talk to, I believe Eric is with us in Texas. Eric, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Good evening, guys. Hey, Eric, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, it's good to talk to you all. It's been a while since I've been able to call in. Uh, but I wanted to respond to the guy who was complaining about uh, Apple and some of the moves they're making lately. Yeah, he was saying they might lock down their uh, their app store to make it so that uh, you pretty much have to be a Apple-approved software vendor in order to install products on people's computers. So, yeah, I mean, the guy, I mean, if, if you're going to complain about something, at least read up on it before you do it. Uh, they... They said at their announcement that they're just creating a new app store uh, for the desktop computer environment, similar to what is already on the phone's app store. Uh, but they never said that this would be the exclusive way that you would now get software for your computer. I think he's worried that that's uh, the, the direction it's going into. I don't know if he said ex- uh, explicitly that that was stated by Apple, but uh, the, he was concerned based on some of the moves that they've been making that – uh, for instance, with the yeah. iPad or the iPhone, is it possible to install third-party software without going through their store and without cracking or jailbreaking the phone? Uh, no. But well, there you go. Then that's why he's kind of worried about that. Yeah, it, but see, what you have to understand is that they're two totally different animals. Uh, they're both the operating phone, systems. Yeah, and they're run by the same right. company that's apparently willing to do that. Right, but the thing with the phone is they have to take into account that your phone has to be functioning 100% of the time 
and you have to be able to rely on that phone not to crash because of a You don't think people want their computers not to crash? Isn't that why Apple yes. is essentially Hold on a second. Isn't that why Apple has for the the life of the entire company always had proprietary uh, software and only recently have made it and hardware uh, configurations and only recently opened it up to where you can actually swap out a video card for instance? Oh no, you've been able to do that for a long time. Uh, if, if but you really can't build your own Apple. You you cannot do that. They sell proprietary uh, hardware configurations. There's minor you changes you can doing. make. Hmm? You you can if you know what you're doing. But <laughs> right, they're, they're, you always have to know. You what can you're build doing. a rocket ship to the moon if you know what you're doing. That's I mean that's really not an applicable statement. I mean that, that what you are you is an Apple fanboy. Okay, <laughs> like, just, just go ahead and say I'm an Apple fanboy, and then I'll let you talk. <laughs> I, I would say I'm close to an Apple fanboy. They certainly <laughs> made news that I don't like. Yeah. Um, but, what did you think uh, of the iPad? Uh, you know, it's not for me. Okay, then. then uh, all right, close to an Apple fanboy. I'll accept that then. <laughs> if you yeah, like the iPad, I'm like, nope, you're a fanboy. Yeah, I mean, you, you obviously have to know. retarded. <laughs> you obviously have to know something about what you're doing to build your own computer from the, in the beginning. No, no doubt about right. that. Uh, but there's but, what you're saying is you'd actually have to use hacked uh, Apple software in order to to build your own Apple computer. Right. Yeah. But I can tell you that being in the the community of people who develop software for the Mac, we're excited about the App Store. We, I, you know, obviously there is a bit of trepidation that you know we don't want to see them make this the only way. But I don't think Steve Jobs would ever make such a boneheaded move because if he did that, you know, Windows already has a dominant share of the market. Everybody would just switch back over to Windows. And I think you're right it. on that. That was my uh, thought. Was, I hope yeah, you're right. I, I Remains don't think, to be seen. But, I don't know, think he's that boneheaded. I mean, he... he but, but for developers, you know, we have... there's In the last couple of years, because of the iPhone, there's millions of new Mac users who don't know where to find software for the Mac because it's very hard to find software. Sure. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not besmirching the idea of an app store. It makes it easy to search for and find software yeah. that has been to some extent vetted, and that, uh, and that makes sense. But this proprietary stuff is the reason that I didn't buy an iPod when I bought an MP3 player because I, I'm, I'm, I am technically relatively inept. I'm, I'm sort of your average user, and I don't want to buy something that's going to make it difficult to play MP3s. I don't know that much about the iPod. But I do know that I've heard that Apple's kind of nasty when it comes to other non-proprietary uh, forms of uh, you know file size things. So I went and got an MP3 player so I could play MP3s rather than buying stuff that would you know something that would play, play only stuff from the Apple Store, which I have yet to figure out how to buy things from. I wanted to buy things from iTunes and I couldn't figure out how to do it. I mean, iTunes that's is awful software. A nasty, awful. nasty thing that you've got on the internet there. You know what? I mean, I I am no fan of iTunes. It needs to be completely rewritten. I wish they would do it and get it over with. But the the one of the things that the previous caller stated was a misnomer. He said that you can't do MP3s on an iPod or an iPhone. That's I don't think he said that. False. I did Mark not hear him that. say that. Mark said that. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I mean, my I think I've got two songs on my phone that I actually purchased from iTunes. Everything else. <laughs> 
I got from other sources. Well, but and, you, but do you see how the the sort of the ignorant uh, you know person sitting on the sidelines might view this situation? That's how I view Apple and the fear that yeah. I had when I had I had my hundreds of dollars in my hand ready to buy an MP3 player, and I didn't buy an iPod because I'm scared of the way that Apple goes about doing its proprietary information yeah. stuff. And I decided to go ahead and buy something else. I feel so out that's of control. how they kill themselves in the marketplace. I feel out of control. I feel like this is this is you know i'm i feel like they are doing all the driving and i won't yep. i want to drive yep. i don't you know what i mean and I, 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 it's frustrating thank you eric for the call tonight appreciate it johnson's on the line in connecticut on the amp lines hello johnson hello uh yeah i'm, I'm feeling a little disillusioned uh the first of all you can build a, uh your own mac without any sort of really Wait a minute, because I've talked to the Apple fan, the the Apple fanatics out there, and they've said you can you can only install the OS ten uh, or OS whatever the heck it is now on an Apple piece of hardware, and the only way to install OS ten uh, on anything that is uh, anything besides Apple is to have a cracked version or a special hacked version that'll allow that. No, um, no, that's not the case. Really, uh, you can you use the regular Leopard. It's just you need. To... Uh, to download a little piece of software that allows it to do. Uh, there's a special hardware interface that's uh, typically built into Macs, and you know, obviously it's not going to be built into a computer you have. But really, that's. I mean, that's not really much different. So wait a minute. Uh, let's see if I can understand you here. Right. So essentially, I would have to flash the ROM on the motherboard or something like that. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, it's, it's something like that. Yeah, exactly. Flashing the ROM on the like motherboard. You need a USB dongle while you're installing the the. Uh, to explain the, what that means, the uh, computer hardware that is that is to kind of build your own computers. You, the motherboard is the central, the heart, if you will, of the the machine. And well, you're not really flashing. No, you're not flashing the motherboard. It's just it's just reading from the disk. It's reading from the CD that you're installing the operating system from, or or the USB if you're installing it from USB. Well, I would love and to learn how to do this, Johnson. If you could maybe send I'll me something on that, that'd be great. Because I don't, you know, we don't have time to get into all the technical details right. here. I'm very curious about that because I've heard all these great things about the Apple software. And uh, thanks for the call, by the way. I've heard all these great things about the Apple software, and like I'm not going to buy a flipping Mac. I have right. I build my own computers, and uh, I mean I'm interested in trying it to see what it's like. Just like I tried Linux, that was easy to install. I'm curious, and maybe Johnson, if he's listening, will post this too. Is if there's a virtual box version for you for OS. Or, or can like I do a, a multi-install? Uh, because, like, with Linux, you can have Linux and you can have Windows on yeah. your computer. Can I or do that with Apple? you can run Linux inside a, 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 a yeah, box. A little emulator. A, a emulator, yeah. All right, we'll see you tomorrow night. We're out of time. Join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally. With information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing. Here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. Just like you, I don't want to look older than I am. One of the primary causes of premature aging is that people are not getting enough lubrication for their skin. When your skin isn't getting proper lubrication, it shows signs of aging. Fine lines and wrinkles get more pronounced and you begin to show signs of damage. One of the best ways to lubricate your skin is to start with your intestinal tract. Omega fatty acids are vital for the proper functioning of every cell in your body, and that lubricates your skin. The acai berry from Brazil is a fantastic source of omega fatty acids. Genesis Today has created a great tasting juice that contains plenty of acai berries that will ensure you get the proper amounts of omega fatty acids in your diet. 
Acai berry juice tastes fantastic, and it's packed with excellent nutrients like omega fatty acids and the antioxidant vitamin C that will help keep you looking youthful and vibrant. Drink a glass of acai berry juice any time of the day and keep your skin looking young and healthy. To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.